Reunited and it feels so good. Welcome back, Miguel. It's good to be back, man. I'm I'm happy to be back on the podcast. Two happy weeks off. Back. Two weeks off. Happy to be back home. Sasha Castle years. That's like that's like fucking at least six months. Oh, I got I got worried too because I was like two weeks and uh, nothing bad's happened. Mike's gonna be like, do we need him? <laughs> well, I I, I want to say I apologize uh, for years of podcasting because if you ever wanted to experience Mike Busey, you bring in inmate art, and inmate art is me times a thousand. Talking about being derailed, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Miguel. I just want to take this time and say I'm sorry. It's not bad. I'm just glad you appreciate that it's work. Like, uh, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes when we're doing the podcast. And I know you're trying to get derailed. I feel like, uh, I almost feel like when, when, when you watch like a ship captain and they're like, I got to go into the storm so I can ride my way out of it. You know, I'm like, I'm going to let him take us a little bit here. Oh, I went through a couple storms and I didn't drink because I couldn't because I, I mean, if, if, if I got forbid, if I had drank and had art, but I, I think we did good. I, I think, uh, I think a lot of people liked it. So we kept, uh, the streak going. We didn't, we didn't slack ass. We were so. Uh, so fucking resilient that we literally did a podcast last week and then got done like three in the morning and then went to the airport and flew to LA. Did you talk to them about what you were going to do on that podcast? I did. So so they know kind of what, but they don't know what happened, huh? They don't know what happened, but they heard what the plan was. Can you, can you tell them sort of the Well, before we go into that, tell tell me about Europe because you were there for two weeks. I was, yeah, I was in, it was great, man. I, uh. I flew in from here. I went to Iceland, Germany, Belgium, uh, the Netherlands, and then I was in Greece for like a week, which Greece is a place me and you have talked about. We've, we've always wanted to go. Yep, I've and always wanted to go. Greece was badass. Uh, I did a thing where while I was flying around, though, I did something for you. I filmed all the different toilet situations all around Europe, and I thought I was going to make you comfortable. How were they over there? Well, see, it started out with Iceland, which is amazing. You get your own, so you get into the Iceland airport. Sounds like it'd be amazing. Yeah, you get into the airport bathroom, and it's all white. The coat hangers are made of ice? The the coat hangers are made of elk fucking uh, (laughs) antler. (laughs) (laughs) And the bathroom attendant is on a sleigh, and he's like, did you spurg in your journer? You know? Yeah. But no, in Iceland, man, the bathroom was like this fucking beautiful, like an apple store. It was all white, and you had these individual stalls. The doors didn't have any handles or anything like that. You just pushed them, and they opened up, and then from the inside, you locked it, and you had your own shitter, your own uh, air dryer for your hands, and your own sink and i was like mike would really 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 appreciate bidets no bidets oh iceland yeah no bidets no bidets in any public toilets pretty much through europe you know just Mm. regular ass style but then uh after iceland it proceeded to get worse and worse shitters where i realized now i'm going to scare mike from traveling to europe yeah because one of the shitters in amsterdam i showed i think i showed steven the video uh basically you have to walk down in the bar there's like a manhole size opening in the stairwell, in like this little manhole, and you walk oh, all the I way down. I would just shit right down the manhole. I'm <laughs> and, out. And the steps are half. Every step in like fucking Amsterdam is half the size of a regular step. All tiny ass. Yeah. Europeans. And then the toilets, though, like they're only like a foot and a half off the ground. So you got to. My sit. knees would be up like fucking it's Billy squatty. Madison, fucking yeah. knocking my teeth out. And every and the toilet bowls are low, so every time you sit in a European toilet, your balls go for a dunk. Like, straight up, my balls have been in all types of European water now. Taking a sh- and it's not even like a splash. Like, you got some fancy-ass balls. Bro, your balls are in. 
Your balls are in there, man. They're like some f- fucking bottled water or fucking Iceland balls. Yeah, your balls are floating above because just, it's so deep in the water, man. So that part I know you would. So not which country had the best toilets? Iceland had the best toilets. Uh, Amsterdam definitely had the the worst toilets. I saw you went by the red light district. I did, man. And, and here's looked the, nice, like really clean. Red light district, super clean. Didn't it's, see no AIDS or fucking poverty floating around. You don't see it. Like they're really good. AIDS is wearing a ghillie suit in the red light district. And mm. It's just gonna spring up It'll on catch you. The crazy thing about the red light district do, do they, is AIDS still a thing? Not really, man. Okay, I, mean, I didn't it's, know. AIDS is just eh, you know. AIDS is like Camaros. They make them, but who? Who cares, you know? I mean, shout out to anyone who's listening who has AIDS. I'm sorry, but I haven't heard about it in a while. I tell you, I always feel bad for people who got AIDS the unfun way. Like, if you're like, I got a blood transfusion. I had this. I had this. Like, I like the guy who's like, I went to Thailand, and I got a little wild with it, and I'm living with my decisions now, you All know? Right, which one are you more afraid of, getting AIDS or getting, like, the worst, shittiest, ratchet, evil bitch pregnant? And she keeps it. Which one am I most afraid of, and which one should I be the most afraid of? (laughs) (laughs) Because I should be the most afraid of AIDS, but I feel like ratchet bitch pregnant and she keeps the baby. Should make things a little more difficult than AIDS. Yeah, yeah, because there's no marches for you. Like, no one's going to wear a ribbon because I got a ratchet bitch pregnant, you know? I tell you this, and this is fucked up. 100% this is fucked up, but it's the truth, and it's sad. Like, there's... Tons of Isn't ways. everything fucked yeah. up, sad, and true? There's tons of ways you can live with AIDS now. And still, I feel like I feel like if you got cancer over AIDS, you'd feel better because people still treat people with AIDS horribly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could have a longer life now with AIDS than some cancers that, you know, just aggressive. But people are going to shit on you if you have AIDS because they're not, like, educated with it. People still, like, we know how AIDS works to a point now. You know, we know, like... I'm not going to catch AIDS from handshaking, but there's still people like, AIDS, get out of my office, you know? Yeah. And that's fucked up, man, because I thought the 90s, the 90s spent a real good time trying to educate us on AIDS. When I was a kid in the 90s, I was like, okay, cool. Two things I know are going to happen to me. I'm going to get kidnapped, and I'm probably going to get AIDS. Hey, if, you have, if you're a member of MikeBeast.com and you have AIDS, uh, send Steven an email. We want to send you a free shirt. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you fucking did it. You got AIDS. <laughs> You did it. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's almost like winning the lottery. <laughs> they say that the reason why like it's, it was very predominant in the homosexual community because that I've heard some medical doctors say that if you're having continuous anal sex, the, 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 the anus is uh, more receptive. It's like a sponge. So it can absorb pathogens uh, easier so you can transmit things easier through the anus. And I haven't had anal sex in like over 20 years. So it's been a while. I've been anal and anal recovery. And uh, I haven't wore. I started my sex career, in case you were wondering, Miguel, which I know you are. Um, I started off being Mr. Captain Condom. I was like, condom, condom. Did you have a condom, condom brand that you liked? Um, I mean, I was probably stupid and irresponsible. I would get like the shady, janky, like truck stop ones. <laughs> or I would like. Yo, bro, do you have a condom? Like, it'd be like one of my homies had one in his wallet for fucking three years. I wore lifestyles a lot, man. Me too. I mean, obviously, uh, I never wore the tro- uh, the fucking Magnums. I don't oh. tell you what I didn't wear. Magnums? I would keep my condoms in a Magnum and just all be in there like one sec. Hey, I gotta get it's a to- purse. Hey, so I uh, 
I, <laughs> I was fucking this girl Tracy, and she was like, I, "This is back when I lived uh, in like my first place downtown." And she was like, "Do you have a condom?" And so I had a bunch of all different types of condoms. Me and my me and my roommate Lou, we had just a bunch of different kinds of condoms. So there were some magnums in there too, but they were just a part of the assortment, you know. Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, there's a condom. There's a condom in the." Uh, in the, in the in the bathroom i was like open the drawer and she opened the drawer and she pulled out a magnum she was like hell yeah i knew it and i was like no i, was well, like, <laughs> I can explain yeah i was like Those my are- boy jerome <laughs> left this in the, in the in this fucking uh this dresser i she apologize was so excited she's like hell yeah i knew it and i was like ooh, ooh i like the fact that i was giving off big dick energy however we're gonna have to calm that energy down i'm gonna need you to find the lifestyle thimble collection yes <laughs> Just grab, go grab that fucking old Monopoly board. I'll grab that thimble out of there, and we'll go to town. Give me one of those finger-cut things that you put on. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we're still going to have to make sure it fits, you know? I feel like condoms are for people, like, under 35. Like I, I mean, said, condoms are for people with trust issues. Yeah. I you mean, know, you're already starting this relationship off with trust issues. You think my dick is poison. I like that you think my dick is poison, and you still want to fuck it. That's cool about a condom. You're like, I think you've got poison in your dick. But as long as we put this thin sheet around it, I'm game to try this out. That's why I really respect when girls put lube on. Because I'm like, okay, so your body's saying it doesn't want to do this, but your mind is like, I'll still let you fuck. Oh, that's so true. You know, that's a compliment. They're like, hey, nothing nothing going on internally wants you in me. I was but, super uh, I'm Captain spray Condom. this on. I was like... I was almost like a televangelist. Like, I like, y'all in there fucking? Y'all need a condom? <laughs> Come on. Just open this door. Let me slide a condom your way. Come on, Bob. I figure, like, you the, don't want to do this. The old casinos, Mike's coming by. Cigarettes, condoms, cigarettes, yeah. condoms. And then I don't know what it was. I just, like. I'll tell you I, what it was. The first time you fucked without one, and you were like, oh yeah, my God. Yeah. I mean, I have. I've actually cocked I, I, every guy. If you're listening, you know you've gone limp on a condom fuck. You're oh. like, fuck. And when you didn't want to fuck, I only way I can make a condom work is if I'm rock hard and I'm like hot and heavy, ready to go. And then I gotta put the condom on so fast and get in the pussy so that I'm still stiff. So that I'm just start stroking. You ever go like limp in a pussy? You're just kind of like noodle dicking, but you still got momentum, so it's still <laughs> doing it. But you're like, if I pull out, I'm not. There is no hard dick in here. This is hard dick is. They gone. need to line condoms with shit that feels like pussy. That's the condoms need to be just lined with like just like. You like- mean like this beautiful Barney? <laughs> oh. So, uh, Haley, what's her last name? Uh, well, she's an artist by the name of Haley Lane. Her, Haley Lane. Her Thank Instagram you. is Haley, H-A-L-E-Y. I don't think she Lane, listens to this shit, L-A-N-E art. And she's uh, hot, too, huh? She's really hot, man. And she makes dope-ass monsters. Well, make, sure you tell us, make sure you tell her to listen to the show that we, we brought it I, up. I told, her, I told her that we uh, we'd bring it up. But I'm looking through her page. If you guys get a chance, it's Haley Lane Art. She makes dope-ass monsters. With an E, not an I, right? It's Haley, Haley H-A-L-E-Y, Lane, L-A-N-E, Art, A-R-T. And she, she made, made this really badass, like, pug, pug demon, yeah. three-eyed, red, red-headed fucking pug demon with horns yeah. and shit. And I knew before I actually opened it, and I had a flat. You ever had this moment where you see something from your childhood and you ain't seen in 10, 20, 30, 40 years, whatever? And in the moment you see, like, oh my God, that's it. And I was like, wow, this is the very. This, this is the same model Barney doll that I put my penis in and fucked a few times. And, Did you uh, get like a little chub when you saw it? 
No, because she did some really cool like uh, teeth. If you if you see here in the camera, she made it like a monster body. She, so this one's not for face fucking, but <laughs> she did not cut a hole in the bottom of it. Which so when you and, and we've talked about this, you, what it was was when you were a kid, you had this Barney that you cut a hole in the bottom of. I mean, if they're listening this far into, they might yeah. already know. By but now. let me ask you this about if the I get Barney. one more goddamn Barney emoji. I always wanted to ask this part. I didn't ask. Uh, what led to that? The when were you like? Why were you just, like just lonely and curious? And, and so you just cut a hole in your toy, looking then, for a soft, warm place. And, and did you nut inside of it? No, I don't think. I don't. I don't think. Because you know how hard that Varney would be, would grab it. It would just ugh. be like full of icicles and shit. Stalactites and stalagmites, like Superman's cave sperm, in there. Sperm's tights. Sperm tights. <laughs> fucking Barney. It gets hot and Barney starts oozing out. Fucking jizz. So yeah, if you ever want to send us something, uh, DM us. We'll give you the address. Whether it's something cute and uh um uh thoughtful like this or if you just i don't know you can send whatever you want to promote something you got a cool invention whatever i don't know get send it to us we'll we'll fucking check it out we might use it we might not we might give it away to some random motherfucker who knows but where do we even start because you went to the other side of the planet, Miguel. Tell me about it. Yeah, long fucking flight, though. It was like 14 hours altogether. I would have, I would have, that would have been the time I probably would have done heroin. I, I was thought, like, go I ahead, thought, hit me up. Bang me up, bro. I'm trying to go to sleep. There were so many times during the trip that I thought about how you wanted to do that big European adventure, and I kept being like, Mike, I don't know if you're ready for this. And you're like, let's go to Europe for a month. Coloscopy bag, uh, fucking the catheter. Uh, some uh, morphine. Cause you hate flights as is now. Like yeah. it's just I, I'm maxed out at five. I'm like, I want to like start tearing the fuselage apart, like the Hulk and shit. It sucks though, cause when you're on like this was like nine hours to Iceland, and then uh, from Iceland to when I went to Germany, it was like four hours to Germany. So I heard, I seen some of the the intro of your comedy. I know you killed it. So. I fucking crushed, bro. I had so you represented blast. America I represented, very strong. I represented hard. I went. I did shows in Amsterdam, Belgium, and Germany, and uh, damn, I, I, I didn't know they it. had Long John Silvers all the way over there, bro, bro. They're called Lungen Don Schlossen Silver. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man, like, that's welcome great. To Lungen Don Schlossen, you're from the Mike Busey podcast. <laughs> and you said there's some people that actually listen to there the was podcast. Three people in Europe. That's crazy. Two people were Americans that actually lived. And so this one's kind of. Two people were Americans who were stationed there who lived in Orlando and had heard us on Tom and Dan and were listening to the podcast because of oh, wow. Tom and Dan, which I got to give Tom and Dan a shout out that they have like European fucking fans. And then the third guy, when we were in Greece, he he knew us from Vice. Like he didn't really follow us, but he knew he was like where I, I was talking to him about everything. And he was like, he didn't recognize me, but I was hey, that, counts. About, yeah, that counts. That it counts. counts. I was talking to him about the castle. And he was like, where have I heard about this? And I was showing him pictures. And he was like, where have I seen this? And then all of Did a you sudden... Did you talk about... This is in Germany? This was in, uh, this was in um, uh, Greece, you this start guy. started talking about sausage in Germany. They started fighting you. Yeah. He's like, you are from the Bratwurst Palace. Yeah, we know this place. With some Mark Buse. You know? <laughs> very, very funny gay man. You know? <laughs> but the guy in, uh, in Greece... Uh, he was like... He was like, I've seen this house on Vice. And I was like, oh, shit. Yes, I'd be walking have. around with a slideshow like, look, it's me, the fat, crazy American from Florida. <laughs> I have a slideshow of like Jetta and fucking Piper. And I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm big deal in America. You like? Yes. Ah, the Mark Boosie. Yes, I've seen you and your one-eyed pug. Very, very sexy. You know, it was, there's things in like Europe that I think you would dig. And then there's things in Europe that I think would like 
Mike Busey would fucking flip. Did you see Icelandic fucking women? Icelandic, well, yeah, Icelandic Air, all their stewardesses, all their flight attendants in Icelandic Air, I will tell you this. They wear the old school little hat. Oh! And they're like in the skirts and stuff like that. Stop. Yeah, you would have got chunky. You'd have got Barney, chunky. Barney, it's time to cut a hole in you, Barney. <laughs> you about to got- put a little stewardess hat on you and say you're from Ireland. <laughs> fucking Iceland. Iceland. Yeah, Icelandic air would have definitely got you some chubs going. Uh, the Netherlands has a bunch of hot chicks. Man. Oh, I know they do. And then they got the red light district, which changes the game because it's basically like 40 or 50 euro to go in there and, and get some slob. Oh. So imagine Why, how can you pass it up? Yeah, imagine like you're at the club, you're talking to a girl, and you're just not feeling it. You you're know, like, I gotta go, bitch. Yeah, I can go walk. I'm, I'm not gonna buy you a drink because I'm gonna save that to go catch some slob, guaranteed slob from some hot ass chicks, professional slob. And there's funny that there was a sign on the window in the red light district. It said, "Due to COVID nineteen, uh, or it said, please be aware." Uh, COVID-19 is passed through bodily fluids. Really? And then there were signs, too, like, no kissing. What's next? The AIDS? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, like, you imagine if somebody, like, tried to sue the red light district. Like, I went in the red light district, and I went down on this fucking hook. Who the fuck's kissing prostitutes anyway? No one should be. And they, they don't allow it, it said. But there, I guess there's dudes. You think about this, though. The dudes who are, like, really hard up, horny and stuff like that, they're probably dying for the full experience. You know, they're like, you know, because they, they don't get any women. Yeah. So they're like, I want to hug her. I, I want to do it like they do it on the TV shows. Yeah, yeah. You want to go bowling, bitch? Yeah. Hold like, your hand and get your flowers? <laughs> they're like, I want to I talk to your mom. I want to tell she raised a wonderful whore. And I'll have her back by midnight. I want to send Chris and Steven to the red light district because I want to see which one of them gets banned first. They're like, this one here stuck with speculum inside my ass and then oh, tried yeah. to stick his balls in it. And this one hasn't stopped calling me a whore since he walked in. <laughs> he spit in my face and jacked off and said, you live in a box because you were stolen from your country. <laughs> Hell yeah. They're, hey, they're big on sex trafficking awareness over there, too, though. Oh, that's good. And they're like, if you see anything that seems like sex trafficking, report it. And I was like, the red light district? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I didn't know there were so many girls from Eastern Europe that lived in Amsterdam. What do you, is, there, is, is there a 911 over there? Is it like you just call fucking Farfanugan? Fucking, <laughs> yeah. What do you do? How do you, how do you call like, the police They're there? like, now sausage, sausage. Hurry up and call the guys with the, the billy clubs. I got I got a fucking... Uh, oh, they rock gats in Amsterdam, though. Oh, do they? Oh, the cops rock gats, yeah. That's good. And uh, we got pulled over going into the Netherlands. I saw you got pulled over. Yeah, and the crazy thing when we got pulled over is the way they pull pull you over how's your asshole did you shove some things up there it's the first time in my life the cops didn't fucking even pay attention to me they just they 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 asked for all of our information they looked at passport they opened my passport and they were like uh they were like tourists travel and i was like oh american we already feel sorry for you and they were like okay and then my other two friends were american too though but they were living in uh in in germany and they were just like fucking on them like what are you doing in germany and they're like we live here and they're like how long have you lived in germany and they were like we moved here last february and they're like well what are you doing and they kept like asking over and over the same questions but since like there's no guns in the netherlands like nobody else has guns they would constantly let my buddy they let him go to the back of the car and search for something like he needed his other passport and while he was searching for it the two cops it was two lady cops they were just looking away talking and chatting wow yeah it was and i tell you this this is what's nice though those I tell cops you this. wouldn't stand a fucking day in america what's dope though is this this is what they do in the netherlands when they pull you over one that's weird is they get in front of you and wave for you to follow them and then wave to you to pull over. 
So I thought they were telling us it's cool, go. If I would have been driving, they would have fucked us up. Because I'd have been like, no. I was like, bro, they're telling us to go. They're telling us to go. And he's like, no, they're pulling us over. And I was like, bro, you don't get pulled over with a car in front of you waving. But yes, you do. That's how they do it. I was there. like, no, they listen to the, sh- the podcast. Yeah, they're saying, get they're out, out of here, buddy. You guys are We stars. love you. But when they pull you over, this is what they do <laughs> in, in the Netherlands that I do think we need to incorporate in the United States. The minute they pulled us over, they walked up to the vehicle, and the first thing they were like is they were like, uh, you know, they start talking in, in, in Dutch, and then we were like, no, uh, English, and they're like, okay. And so they go, you're getting pulled over for a random license plate search. What it is is you're coming from Germany, and uh, they wanted to make sure that we had vaccine paperwork because you have to have it to travel into the Netherlands, and they're just pulling over cars from Germany that aren't, you know, that aren't from the Netherlands. But they basically fucking explain everything to you. They're like, you have not done anything illegal. You are not being charged with anything. You are not committing a crime. They're like, this will take about five to ten minutes. We're going to ask for this much paperwork. They were like, we, you know, this, this. They break down everything to you without getting, like, spicy. Breaking out an iPad and the PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, but they don't get spicy. You know, in the States, this is the one thing. In the United States, they ask you why they pulled you over. They're like, you know why I pulled you over? Like, pop quiz, I, yeah, pop quiz. Over there, they're like, "This is why I pulled you over," and they tell you everything. They tell you what's going on, and it, it literally makes you more chill because you're like, "Okay, I'm just showing some paperwork to make sure everything's right." The United States, is like, stay right here, boy. They're, you're over there breaking out fucking uh, fucking coffee for them, and yeah. Shit and- and then when they fucking came up to the car, because you know when they do that thing when like you get pulled over and then all of a sudden a bunch of other cops show up, so they still do that in the Netherlands. But when they came up, they were all like, "Hello," and I was like, "Hey," and they're like. Is this your first time in the Netherlands? And I was like, no, I've been here before. And they're like, ah, welcome back. And they were all cheery. And I was what, like, you get pulled over by the, the tourist department? Bro, this is what happens when you don't kill cops all the time. Like, when cops don't have to worry about getting shot the fuck up all the time, they're like, hello, buddy. Want some chocolate, you know? But it was the first time ever. I, the lady asked me, she goes, do you have a passport? Because I gave her my, she's like, ID. So instantly, like a dummy, I gave her my driver's license just because I was, you know, I was used to that, you know? And then she was like, no, do you have a passport? And I was like, uh, yes, ma'am, I do. I was like, it's in my pocket. Can I reach for it in my pocket? And she was like, well, how else would you get it, sir? Oh, wow. I was like, wow, yo. <laughs> I'm not going to get lit the fuck up for touching my pocket. That's yeah. Crazy. And one of them was sort of like, she would get it hot, like, because she was a cop, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, because she was a cop. But, um, dude, I mean, who, who, who hasn't wanted to fuck the police? You gotta go to Europe, though, man. We gotta go. I really I tried. Go COVID shitted on it. I wanna go back, though. And we just, and I don't want us to do as grand as you were doing before, because Mike Busey, when Mike Busey plans a year out in advance, he's like, every month we're going somewhere for a week. And then when we go to the first place for a week, he's like, I won't be home. I'm gonna be home right now. <laughs> yeah. He had us. He had us in, in 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 Europe for a month, and then Australia, like right after Europe, and then like I wanted to do three countries. Uh, I wanted to do a different con- country every three days. Yeah. So three days in one country, ten ten times three is thirty. Yeah. So one month, ten different countries, three days in each. I thought that was fair. Three days in one place. I thought that was yeah. Fair. That was a great idea. Way way broke. What out. we're gonna do next time though, when we get this right, is we're gonna go. A week at a time to far places. Like, we'll go for a week in Europe, we'll come back, and then we'll see how many days we need to recover if we're all still friends. See, I can't be, see, that's the thing, though. If I get on the plane, I have to fly the way the fuck over there. I ain't going back, like, anytime soon. We I'm, can like, do, get but a month in. I think uh, you're going to break on a lot of things, man. Better go broke. Yeah, we're going to do all of that, though. You know, I mean, you know how much it's going to cost to sh- ship a fucking real rhino from Africa? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> all the fucking, all, how much it's going to cost for you to ship ranch dressing over there and fucking yeah. and blue cheese? Oh, God. I'm going to fucking, I'm gonna, do they have, like, uh, can you just 
Fucking mail yourself Taco Bell or something over there. <laughs> I mean, you can mail all the ingredients you want. And you just have to make your own shit. Listen, if I just bring it with me, I could eat for at least a week on Taco Bell. I, I can heat those bitches up. I'll be good to go. <laughs> Taco Bell. Yeah, I, I had Taco Bell uh, a couple hours ago, and I instantly got reminded of uh, my my California trip. So, I uh, T- yeah, tell everybody about this. Should we start? Yes, please. All right. Well, fucking, I don't know where to start other than saying. Fuck you, Hollywood. Mission accomplished. Oh, yes. It was late in the night, and I was with Mr. Inmate Art, and everyone was burning the candle at both ends. And we said, all right, we're gonna, we, we know we're about to leave, and I may never come back. So I better give, give the folks another podcast, because old fucking Father Miguel had left for... Papa Miguel had left for you'd a couple call, weeks. You had called me, though. You had called me about this trip. Uh, yeah, like we, last minute. Yeah, we were, we were I booked the flights at, like... We didn't even... We were actually packing before we actually booked the actual physical flights. Yeah, because I had texted you a couple days before you left. I was like, do you still want the flights? And you hadn't responded back, so I thought, oh, okay, he's not going to go. But you actually booked them right before you right before you flew out. Yeah, we did the podcast, and then after we did the podcast, we ended like three in the morning. We still hadn't booked the flights. How did the idea come to you? Like, uh, Tim Valley uh, was posting some video on his Instagram. He was taking this chick that he's all in love with or something. I don't know. He's like dating this girl, and I was like, "How long have you met her?" He's like, "Oh, four days ago." I'm like, "Oh my god!" So uh, he's like out here romancing and wine and dining her, taking her on little fucking private helicopter flights. I was like, "Damn, what the fuck? They got you. They got you pretty close to the Hollywood sign, huh?" And his feet dangling out. I saw that man. He was dangling out like it was nom and shit. Yeah. So I was like, at that very moment, I was like, "Man, he could, he could have just fucking pissed on the fucking sign almost." I was like, "Or, or I could go and I could shit on the sign. Yeah, shit on Hollywood. That's what I'll do." And at that moment, I became tunnel vision, fucking obsessed with shitting on Hollywood and Hollywood has been shitting on America for many, many years, especially as of recently. So I was like, it's time for me to shit on Hollywood. And that's what I set out to do. But not only did I go do that, I was a, I was a little little fucking little, uh, small little uh, fucking extra cameo. Extra cameo role, yeah. Extra cameo, background cameo, fat dude, yeah. I don't know. I had some lines, but they, they, uh, they fucking... What'd were, you have them in, though? What was it in? Uh, I mean, it Vet was TV. Vet TV. It was uh, Grunt's Life season two. Uh, if you Grunt's see, Life is their flagship show too. It's really dope, man. Yeah, so it's a, it's one of their biggest shows, and it's their second season. And I play a contractor who's the only fat dude in the fucking gym. I show up. Um, well, 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 let me back up. Back up to the original. When, so when, when I, we're I, talk- I fucking land. No, no. Back up to back up to talking to the to Vet TV. Everything. How we got to this? Donnie and me have been talking for years. Donnie O'Malley. He's the he's the creator of Vet TV, and he's he's the lead handsome star. marine. Yeah, good looking fucker, man. Uh, d- tablespoon of gay, hardcore man. Oh, he's he's the fucking infantry marine, gay. You know, fucking super dark, creative, fucking hilarious, handsome. He shouldn't. Have, he shouldn't have been a marine. He should have just been a Hollywood actor. He's just. Yeah. That, he's just that handsome, and that good. And uh, you guys been talking. We've been talking since a couple years ago. We they hit us up like last minute. It was like, hey, I got a role for you if you want it. It's nothing big, but you know, it's a way we can you know break the ice with each other's relationship. And we went back and forth about this, me and you, because this was right before. This is when I had had left. 
We were talking about this while I was in Europe, me and you back and forth, which we realized me being in Europe was the best for me and Mike because I was like eight hours ahead of Mike. So that means <laughs> we were on normal, t- we were in normal talking t- time. It would be 4 a.m. for Mike and it would be like fucking 7 a.m. for me or some shit or, or like 10 11 in the morning. And we were like, this is great. Like we're on vibe now. We're perfect. Yeah. And so we were talking about uh, we were talking with Donnie. And it was going to be a super small role. Like he, he originally was almost like apologetic offering it. Like, hey, look, yeah. I've got, I, I would like this. But we know that we have a lot of fans that watch Vet TV, and we knew that this would be and something. veteran fans. Yeah. And I've been wanting to fuck with them for a while. And this is like one of those things that you were like, this would just be dope to do. Yeah. You know, and to, and to meet Donnie face to face. Yeah, so we got some uh, FaceTime, and uh, that was uh, the second day. So I was I was planning an in and out thing. So it was I was gonna leave early, early, early Wednesday morning. Arrive there Wednesday. So we get there, we make the flight. Me, Aaron, Chris, and Ralphie, security Ralphie. We uh, we we got on a Delta flight. I didn't go Southwest or fucking Spirit. Just got the refund from Spirit from fucking months ago. So. We uh we get to the airport, get there. I drink about fucking half a bottle of night. Oh, also, all of you guys have brought CPAP machines, right? Uh, not all of us. We did bring two CPAP machines. Were you guys passing them around like a fucking forty? Well, I I had never been on a plane with like uh, like uh, a plane where I thought you could plug things in. So for some reason, I thought I could fly. You thought with you were gonna CPAP. plug your CPAP in while you yeah. were flying? You thought they had an outlet? Look at Chris nodding his head like, yeah. Yeah, no, we we we. I think we all thought that. So, Did you guys all think that they were regular outlets and shit? There was, there was. There was a regular four prong outlet on your plane. Oh, four prong. Oh no, no. Oh, your three CPAP. Prong. Your CPAP. Yeah, three prong. Three prong. There was, there was a three prong outlet. Yeah. This is fancy. This Delta ain't playing no games, Miguel. Oh, I'm used to them just having fucking uh the like the USB, USB ports. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Miguel. Yeah. You world traveler. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So, so Delta's old school. They got like an outlet and there's like a breaker. And they're like, hold on. Well, good. Good thing I fucking uh, drink half a bottle of Nyquil. Because I started falling asleep before we actually got on the plane. I was like, oh, it's going to be great. And I get in there, and we, I, I, found, I found out Where were quick, you going to put your CPAP, though? On your tray table? I don't fucking know. I, I, I had never flown with one before. I only took my CPAP on tour. Any other time, like we went to Columbia, I went fucking days without it. I was dying. So I was, uh, it was a quick in-and-out flight. I was going to go there uh, Wednesday and then leave on uh, Thursday night. So it was like 48 hours, and that's it. 48 hours is Los Angeles, and I'm out. And I had, I had went back and forth because as of recently, I've, I've got a, like a little more animosity towards all the fucking super politically correct, fucking liberal California state of mind. So I had like some bitterness towards going out there, which is why I hesitated with the with uh, doing the vet TV thing. Um, had it been like somewhere on the East Coast, I'd been like, yeah, whatever, I'll pull up. But I had to think about it more, and I finally. When I saw the opportunity and and had the idea of shitting out of a helicopter on the Hollywood sign, I was like, I'm I'm in. So that was like two birds, one stone, let's go. We go there. As soon as we land, uh, Tim Valley uh, reluctantly picked us up early in the morning from the airport, went back to his place. He, he was right off the, the, the 405, like literally like the wall of the 405 is like his front yard. 
Fucking and, car goes out in collision and can fucking go through his living room. Oh, yeah. If someone just fucking does a little barrel roll over that interstate, he's right in his fucking He, house. like, opens the window and the traffic chopper is just hovering right above his fucking yeah, window. Just exactly what I'm, exactly what you're saying. Like, 100%. there's a panhandler that keeps trying to use his balcony. Like, come on, man. <laughs> this would be a great spot for me. Yeah, exactly. So, uh... We go, I, I think I got Tim a little expired, or a little inspired, and he got a little fired up. So he started, like, chopping away, calling who we, who we needed to. We, we had strategized. We had, like, Aaron what over here drawing. Yeah. We had, like, all right, here's the frame, this, that, this is what we need to do. We found some other photographers, and I even reached out to the one and only Mr. Robert Poss. Well, Mike, seems like you're in my town now. Well, yeah. well, well. So I say, hey, Robert, hey, it's me, Mike, uh... You out here in L.A.? He's like, yeah, what's going on? I was like, hey, man. Looks like the flies were turning to the spider's web, huh? I was, I was like, hey, you got some rope? You want, you want, you want to do some uh, some hiking? We're going to do some hibachi rope. Or, or hibachi. Uh, what, what's that shit called? Um, what's his rope shit called? Shibari. Shibari. He's like, we're going to do some shibari rope on the Hollywood side. If it goes along, I forgot what it was called, for too. Mm-hmm. I, I started blanking. I was like, oh, fuck, you'd be so ashamed of me right it's now. It's shibari, Mike. It's an art. I read these books with naked hentai girls because I'm learning Thai and tentacles make my dick hard. So, Schnarf. he was like, all right, I'm down. And literally, he was at the Hollywood sign before any of us were. And he was already. Did he have like, his good humor man outfit on? Because I would only have I didn't, get, I didn't physically just see him, unfortunately. Only I, I was excited for the, for, the, for the members and the followers because I was going to film a little something special, special with him. You know, I was going to do something special. But um, granted, no sleep. Went straight to the airport, got there, started planning. Uh, Tim had knew some other people, some other photographers, some. It was like Ronda Rousey's like fucking like trainer or something, and some other like dudes on some Ninja Warrior show, and some like professional hikers, and some some fucking little cutie batootie. I think Chris was digging her, like you know when you see a little like rocker chick with tattoos. Oh yeah, you know. So uh, did you guys have your CPAPs in your backpacks as you were hiking? Dude, we were walking around like what the fuck, and and uh, I, I Tim let us. Uh, grab his truck and the next thing i'm like we gotta go spirit we gotta go to home depot and get everything i need to get like, what you gotta go to spirit halloween store for i was just looking for a little extra something snazzy because <laughs> you brought that up to me like twice when we've been talking like yeah we had to go to spirit and i was like well, i want to wait till the podcast what did you need from spirit halloween store to shit on the hollywood store? well i, I had got a, donald a tombstone Trump, or i got a donald trump mask and we i went have to- one yeah, but I didn't have it with me, and I found a really realistic one too. It was, but it was not. It was like one of those fake, like die cut, yeah. like heads. And because uh, obviously I had just made this shit of my mind, I wasn't really clear exactly what I was going to do. So I was just brainstorming, you know, trying to be inspired by spirit. And uh, where are the spirit Halloween stores at in Los Angeles? Like, what buildings were condemned? They were actually the in some nice little facilities. It was like like a fucking nice little like, Bath and Body Works like next the to Chinese one. Chinese theater. And it's just yeah, like it was. It, I was like, damn. It's, and surprisingly, I got around L.A. faster than I do around here. Like, we yeah. went to Two Spirits and a Home Depot and Taco Bell and Chick Fil A and got back like in an you hour. You were in and L.A. Hour. and you went to Taco Bell. Yeah, because I had to stock <laughs> up, Miguel. I had to start. Force feeding my fucking gut the poison what did that you, I needed what did to you defecate. Feed, what did you feed to get your shits ready? Because I know lemonade e- gets you everything. Shit. Lemonade gets you though. Lemonade. I had Chipotle. I had Taco any- Bell. Have you guys ever met anyone that lemonade makes them shit? Lemonade makes Mike shit. Runs right through me like a river. <laughs> so here I am, stressed the fuck out. Um, I'm there to film a TV show the next day, but I can't think about that right now because it's uh, a go time. 
at like 5.30, 5.45. We got to be at this airport. And you got to keep your bowels in check. Yeah. Because you need to shit. Like, I've never known it's you to be able to shit It's the worst pressure I've ever felt. Like, I've done. And not to mention, let me, let me remind you guys. Uh, this is the one of the most dangerous, stupidest shits I ever fucking did. Things ever I ever fucking did. On the not to mention, I gotta worry about okay, how are we gonna get all these camera people into the mountains of Hollywood and, and the hills and and strategically set up and get the best angle, uh, which they did none of that. Uh, by the way, um, just a little fucking uh, spoiler alert. Um, so I uh, am stressing and I'm worried about shitting and like shitting. On time, but not too soon. But get it, keep it moving. But don't shit right now. I'm, I'm it's like working with children and animals. You know the hardest things to do in Hollywood. Also with shit. Yeah. So plus, um, I'm worried about like the the physical like um, challenges that I'm going to face to get in this helicopter. Which, by the way, because you I, thought you were getting in the Jurassic Park fucking. Oh, I thought I was getting giant like a Chinook. Yeah, yeah, that was going to be like a hind fucking up, Russian attack helicopter, jumping jacks and shit. All I saw was Tim's goddamn dangling legs and his little cutie patootie date. And I'm thinking, like, damn, they got, like, champagne in there. They're fucking chilling. I didn't know it was, like, equivalent to me getting into a fucking cheese wagon. It was like uh, a smart car. It was like a smart car with fucking propellers. Well, let me tell you the crazy part. So we show up. uh, My homie Skinny Vinny and uh, Zach Ass, who's a part. He's, like, a big role in the, the new Jackass movie. He comes out, hangs out with us. And, he, and they're all rad about the idea. They're like, "Man, this is gonna be cool." And we're, we're we filmed a bunch of shit with them in the parking at, at the airport. So we're just sitting there waiting, and um, I'm just like trying to like, all right, keep eating. And I'm sitting there eating and drinking shit and trying to. I'm like, what every every eating? ten what minutes, eating, Taco Bell. <laughs> I was fucking. Uh, drinking hot sauce like I was <laughs> opening it up with my teeth ripping it open and, and sucking it down like a Capri Sun look at Chris's disapproval <laughs> yeah it was disgusting and uh was so the I'm shit like, a Bruin though did you feel that it was a Bruin well, here's what I would do every like 10 minutes I would push and a couple times I was like oh I'm ready to go I'm ready to go and then I would go push and I'm like oh shit and it was like, and I was like, fuck, it was just a fart. So then I started kind of low-key stressing because I'd push again and I'd feel nothing. I'm like, oh, man, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Here I am, like, p- pacing in this airport parking lot, which, by the way, no one there. It's like one of those like, small private executive airports. Yeah. And there's, like, ten people, like, inside this building. And they're all looking at us like, who the fuck is this guy? He's getting Taco Bell fucking fire sauce packets pacing around. And With pain. an American flag. And you're wearing, like, Speedos? American yeah, like some Speedos? silkies, some red, white, and blue silkies. Um, uh, American Jersey. I'm all decked out, ready to shit on Hollywood, waiting around, hanging with the homies, filming some stuff. And every fucking minute went by, I'm like, fuck, what's going on? And I see Tim, who hasn't slept in like three days, pacing, stressing. He's like being Mike Busey at any event. He's like, he's like trying to make sure everything gets done. So shout out to Tim Valley. Um, it starts to look a little like bleak. I'm like, yo, what's, what's, what's going on? I got like my, my famous homies over here, like all excited. Cause, to cause see the this. chopper's not here yet. Yeah. So we're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. And this it's like a fucking, it's like a non movie. Where's the fucking chopper? Yeah. And every like 15, 20 minutes went by. I was like, bro, what's going on? It's getting dark. Like we're about to lose this. And I don't know where I'm at compared to how far from yeah. the sign is. Da, da, da. And, and you I'm got all to, your guys in position too, right? Yeah, and they're already wait. They've been up in the in the in the hills for fucking Chris hours. Nodding. He's like, yeah. Chris, how long were you waiting in position before we were supposed to fly over? 
two and a half hours. And it probably at this point, it's lost its magic, right? Because like the first 30 minutes, you're like, wow, I'm in the Hollywood Hills. This is beautiful. I'm into that skinny rocker chick. Uh, I can't wait to take a nap. And then uh, two and a half That was my biggest later. fear when we finally got over there. They would be all asleep. And oh, fucking- Chris would be asleep and Aaron would be on the phone with some girl like, no, baby, I'll come back tonight. I just miss you. Yeah, exactly. And Robert would be on the phone with some model. Well, I, I didn't want to take those pictures for you for free, but now Mike's going to well, make fun of me if I don't get the money. Well, back to Robert. Poor fucking Robert, dude. This motherfucker gets there, gets a great little angle. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go. And then I say, hey, do you just want to meet us over at Tim Valley? He says, yeah, I'll, I'll head okay, down there hey, now. Yeah. He heads down there. Next thing I guess his car breaks down, completely shits the bed like five minutes away. He's got to call a tow truck. All this shit that I'm like, ugh, L.A., ugh. Yeah. Like, everything's just going to fuck you. Like, oh, traffic and overpriced parking and fucking the tow was guys. Was Taco the, Bell more expensive? The, no, I, I don't know. I, honestly... Like this was a this is an expensive mission, so I hope y'all guys appreciate it. Even though uh, I feel like I could have been better on the production end, but I think I think we hit a home run uh, thanks to the GoPros. Um, well, you're gonna get to that part, yeah. So we got to get to. So back to where we were at. Robert fucking's like, I'm not gonna fucking make it. God damn it! <laughs> and you can tell he's like, I'm like, damn, Robert. I was like, you man. I'm just sitting here like, Mike, don't even try to give him a coach talk right now we're in la he's chasing his dreams good for him you know and he's you could hear like the disparity in his voice like fuck gotta get to work tomorrow mike it's a no sex weekend for me i'm like oh man robert you didn't have to go to la for no sex <laughs> you saved yourself a lot of time and money my friend <laughs> so he's out there you know and thank you robert um for trying because he, he was the first one on the ground ready to go and uh, had I told him to stay there, I would have paid him to, yeah. you know, fucking get the footage. And he probably would have got better footage than everyone else. Um, fucking, um, so we uh, start to realize that, yo, this uh, this starting to look a little fucking uh, like it might not be happening. And then Tim Valley starts showing me the text messages like, yes, on the way, good to go. Oh, in San Diego. We're like, what? San Diego? Fuck. And he's like, don't worry, it's 30-minute flight to L.A. I'm like, oh, is it? Like, I don't fucking yeah. know. And uh, lo and behold, it started getting darker and darker. And uh, some of my homies, like, he brought his girlfriend with him. And she was like, hey, what the fuck are we doing? And they're just hanging out with my fat ass in the parking lot while I'm shoving, force-feeding Taco Bell and, and apple juice and lemonade down my throat. And I'm just like slowly, like, you remember uh, Stand By Me the, when Lardass is like backstage drinking that fuck, eating that egg and that yeah. fucking that that liquor. I forget what it castor was. Castor oil. Ca- that castor oil. Yeah, yeah. And like, I can hear it in my stomach. Oh my god! Like I was low key still stressing that I'm going to shit my intestines down into the helicopter blades and shit. Like I'm like, oh god. So then I'm like, okay, oh, and we're fucked. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, I got like, I got like seven hundred and fifty dollars worth of fucking people up in the mountains that I got to pay, even though they ain't even seen a goddamn helicopter. They didn't even take a foot. I literally was thinking, okay, I'm fucked, and I'm like demoralized. I'm just pissed. I'm just so frustrated at this point. I'm like, 
I came here. This is fucking mission failed. This guy told me we're good to go. I'm thinking he got cold feet and he wasn't down for some fat dude shitting out of his helicopter because we were very honest. Like, we were straight up. Yeah, you said this dude's a wild ass. Like, he was about it. Yeah, he was about it. This, this really cool Mexican dude. And, uh, or at least I found out the next day. Yeah. Because. We keep it. Keep the story on this yeah. real quick. Don't so get to the next we, day. We, we don't. We don't. We don't get to fucking fly. I'm sitting there like a fucking a loser at prom with his fucking dick in his hand, pissed the fuck off. I'm like, God damn it, fucking. This is why I fucking hate you, Hollywood. You motherfucker, fake ass. This guy's texting like, Yo, I'm on the way. I'll be right there. Da da da. And then he hits us with like, Sorry, some rich kid and his girlfriend just. Keep me flying around everywhere. I was like, you motherfucker. And I'm like, all right, just tell me you weren't down to do it. Don't, like, leave yeah. me on and, like, get – because I'm like, dude, I flew here with It's a girl telling you I really like you. I just don't know if I want to do this. And you're like, no, you don't like me then. Yeah. So I'm already like – and then a part of me, like, wants to fucking lose my mind on Tim – but I can't because he, he, he's not. He don't know. Yeah. He, he's not, he's not uh, fucking at fault for anything. Yeah. But So then I can see he feels bad. But then I'm just like. <sighs> and Tim's leaving the next day. right? Yeah. And Tim has to go with his little datey back to go to Vegas for some shit. And I'm sitting there basically about to be homeless. Luckily, uh, Bumpbox Rob, the owner of Bumpbox, uh, drove down from San Francisco, which is not a fucking short little ride. It's like four or five hours, and he showed up, and they got this badass fucking penthouse right down fucking in, in West Hollywood or fucking North Hollywood. I don't know where the fuck Hollywood is. The damn pipe, the Viper room was like around the corner and shit. We were standing right across the street from this like fancy hotel they called the Ivy or something, and it's like covered in ivy, hence the name. And they have like this like garage door that opens up, goes down in like the basement, and there's a security guy just stands there. And I guess like celebrities go there, cheat on their wives and shit, and do yeah. and everything you can't really see and shit. So they had this beautiful fucking like three bedroom, which is like basically a mansion in fucking L.A. Yeah. <laughs> but you had you know fucking that much room and balconies and shit. So it's a beautiful little area. We're hanging. We go meet up with some of the homies. We go to that fucking Saddle Ranch fucking mechanical bull bar, which, unfortunately, when you go see a mechanical bull bar and you own a mechanical bull, it's not that exciting anymore. It lost a lot of its glamour. It's like when you go to putt-putt courses yeah. now. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Hmm, hmm, hmm. You're like, okay. Where's the plane with Pablo in it? Yeah. Sopped-ass putt-putt. Hey, had you shit yet? No. Oh. So I'm like, fuck. I'm thinking, like... What am I going to do? I'm going to blow my fuck. I was hesitant to go out to dinner. And uh, so Glenn from Bumpbox and, 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 and Rob and me and, and my crew, we're just hanging out, chilling. Where did you guys go to dinner? Uh, that Saddle Ranch place. Okay, yeah, that okay, like, yeah. mechanical bull place. We were there for like 30 minutes before actually anyone actually came over to us. And we're just like, hey, um, hey. But it was, uh, it was cool. It's just like a little... It was a place where I went one time, and, and, and I don't know if I told this story about Juicy J and DJ Paul, and they were like, basically, Three Six Mob had just won an Oscar, yeah. an Academy Award, and Juicy J was dancing up on his, in his chair, and the manager's like, excuse me, sir, we're going to have to ask you to sit down and calm down, or we're going to have to ask you to leave. And I'm like, What? In Florida right now, they'd be paying them thousands of dollars to be here. And this Hollywood fuck is going to kick Juicy J out for getting too hype in his chair. I was like, Jesus Christ, he, he's fucking just won an Oscar. Like, what the fuck's the problem? Like, isn't that what this whole town's about? Winning that little gold guy? They're like, we celebrate internally, sir. So it's one of those places where 
when you go to for the first time and it's magical, you expect every time you go there to be magical and it's not. You ever yeah. had that situation like that? Yeah, for, yeah. You're just like it was so awesome that first time, and you don't realize all the ingredients that were involved to make that first time so awesome. Yeah. So dinner came back. I'm fucking ready to die. I've been up for fucking days, like post Malone and them were like I mean, recording at the, uh, did the you studio. Shit, well, no, I didn't. Still I fe- no shit. I fell asleep like in the living room. I don't know if they were fucking with me or not. And then, and then uh, my buddy Jay, they were all at the studio with Post Malone, his management and stuff. And I could have went and did all that and hung out with the homies. And um, I think like Pablo Abdul was with them or some shit. I don't know. And, and I just passed the fuck out. Woke up fucking early as fuck. Woke up at like seven thirty a.m. Wired, ready to go. And I get the call that Tim says, "Hey." If you can do it, we're on for today. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm like, I know I to go do this thing at Vet TV. So I'm like, okay, all right, let's do it. Still no shit? S- yeah, I shit it. Okay, because I'm waiting. Cause I, I, I'm I like, pa- yo, well, this I is a builder. You panicked? I panicked <laughs> because panicked I was like, shit? all right, let me shit. And I was going to start saving it. So I started going around the condo. I'm like, yo, who got a shit? And 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 uh fucking wait you why, chris, were, you, why were you collecting people chris and aaron did and chris aaron and ralphie didn't want to give me no shit but bump box rob was like he shit in the bag and then gave it to me because i was going to keep it stock it up just in case i emergency couldn't shit you know <laughs> i was going to take on, some evacuation chris, ba- chris, backup shit chris chris what are you are you is your shit better than me or something like oh i'm gonna shit so so he my man was going around I'm eating leftovers from the place i'm fucking chowing down i'm like wide awake did you shit in the bag no i shit in the toilet i kind of like let it float for a little bit because i was gonna fish him out <laughs> so I, I was gonna start collecting everyone's shit why why did why were you gonna f- let him float and fish him out god damn it miguel have you ever tried to shit on cue it's not easy okay <laughs> you don't you know shit, about the pressure why did you just shit in the bag because I didn't, I didn't think of that, and Rob, and, and, and Bumpbox Rob did. Okay, he had a nice big. He put the nice to go back around the actual bowl and shat into it, and then the CEO of Bumpbox gave you his shit to yeah, help this out. Yeah, and, and it was, nobody else wanted and, to shit and, for and you. And this, this con, this fucking penthouse thing, there was like a, a bunch of memorabilia everywhere because they have, they have a big. They have because like he's nice, the one who gave you your Elvis memorabilia. Yeah, he gave me the uh, reading glasses that I own from Elvis, and. Uh, and, and I remember with that one, which is funny, was with the reading glasses was there was like it was like a will they won't they because me and you were kind of like I think they're gonna give us these glasses because he was hounded him and for he would years. talk to you about them and you would talk to him about it FaceTiming them yeah. look staring at them and then it was like you know what it kind of reminded me of when like you're asking your uncle to give you something and you're like why don't you just give it to me why don't you just give it to yeah. me and you're like and then it starts getting to the point where you're like I think he's gonna fucking give it to me. So I have I have Elvis Presley's reading glasses. Thank you to Bumpbox Rob and Glenn. And you have a, you had Rob shit for a time being. I Where did, did you keep the shit? It's in a bag, and it was right there. They had they had Michael Vick of all people. They come had in. his shit in a bag. No, they oh. um, <laughs> they had this really beautiful like podcast setup. Very expensive. They had a camera that was like forty thousand dollars. I don't know what the fuck it did. Basically, they could control the whole show remotely from anywhere. And it was some fancy ass like big dome bugging like some Pentagon shit. That's wild. And, um, like Hal from 2000 Space Odyssey. Yeah, it was shit. like beautiful couch, like backdrop, cameras, whole like it was. It was basically like a, a, a bedroom turned into a podcast studio. And uh, they, uh, what the fuck is moving over there? That purple curtain just moved for a second. You see it? It's yeah. moving again. What is that? I don't know. Some kind of bug or lizard or something. No, nah, it's big. Whoa! What the fuck is that? Oh, I don't know. That is. Big. Yeah, y'all saw it now. That yeah. Sus Castle ghost shit's real. 
That is big, whatever's moving that. Okay, that's definitely something big or something weird. Y'all saw that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw it right above Mickey's uh, it, ear. It, it moved. It pulled that. Whole, it pulled the whole curtain around. I wonder if it's a fucking mouse or something. It's got to be something. I don't know. That kind of freaked me out. It's right behind Mickey Mouse too. What a coincidence. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, we might have just seen a fucking some some weird shit because now I don't see nothing moving. It did it like three times. It did it two times before I said something. Because I was like, oh, what is that, Piper or something over there? I was like, no, that's, what the fuck? What was that? All right, interesting. So anyways, uh, I'm over here thinking, okay, I got to go to the Vet TV Studios. Bumpbox Rob and Glenn were nice enough to load us up in their beautiful SUV, drop us off. We get there. We're on our own. We got all of our 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 fucking all your CPAP machines. We got CPAP machines. I got rucksacks overflowing, a fucking body pillow. I got an American flag. I look like a homeless war vet dropped off in the hood of fucking Hollywood. And I don't know none of these people except Donnie. I don't know anyone working there. This is a super. There it goes again. There it goes again. There it goes again. Go, Chris, or someone go over there that's not... Steven, you ain't doing shit. Go over there and look at it. See what the fuck is moving over there. Steven's over there fucking texting his girl. Hey, babe, yeah, just just have that fucking biscotti warm when I get there. What the fuck is over there moving? What What, what is it? Something's moving. Uh, it'd be up more. Behind the purple... No, just grab the goddamn purple curtain and slide it back and look behind it. The fuck is that? I don't know. Well, look down. Look down below. See if something's moving around or some shit. You're the worst goddamn paranormal fucking investigator ever. She's like, I'm just trying to get some pussy and some dinner. (laughs) Hey, baby. Yeah, they got me looking for ghosts on the fucking set, man. It's a real bummer. Uh, Get the ghost speculum out. We're going to search this fucking specter's ass. (laughs) So, um, all right, that's really weird. Um... Yeah. The, anyway. Oh, now Mike's gonna freak out because the curtain's wrong too. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> could at least put them back in Look place. It. Now Jesus Mike's Christ. freaking out because I, I can see him. He's like, I don't give a fuck about the ghost. I don't want to see the garage door. God damn it! Put that twelve foot fucking Amazon sequence purple curtain in the back right spot. Man, you really killed the vibe of that ghost. He ain't never coming back. Got all your fucking no, dude. That wasn't no fucking vent, bro. That thing, thing moved, moved. That thing moved like four or five times. It was like something was pulling on it. I wonder if there's like a squirrel or some shit or a rat. It has to be. Has yeah. has to be. That that can't. That was either some kind of rodent or a goddamn ghost. And I don't believe in ghosts, so I'm gonna go with rodent. You I don't dig? believe in rodents. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, I look like a fucking rodent on the side of the street of this big ass studio building in the hood, and here the four of us are. And I'm like thinking, okay, they're not going to let me like, bring three of my homies on set, which was definitely the truth. And I pull in there, everyone's all masked up and shit. Super Hollywood, right? Super Hollywood. I say, hey, my name's Mike. And I put my hand out to shake this dude's hand. He just stares at me, him and three dudes. Silence. It was the most awkwardest three seconds ever. And he goes, oh, Gordon, the... California Filming Commission, I'm not allowed to shake your hand on set due to COVID. And I was like, oh my God. So I'm like, all right, I've already have not shit on Hollywood and Hollywood's shitting on me. These Hollywood fucks 
over here trying to be captain safety and shit. You know, I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm just, I'm just gonna laugh it off and walk off. So I'm already getting like bad energy, and uh, I show up, and there's people just running around like crazy. Oh, you see, I see you staring at that fucking that curtain now, boy. That was weird, wasn't it? I'm gonna catch that fucking rat. It was weird as fuck, dog. And it didn't move none of the other ones except the purple one. It I'm, I'm thinking so. There's a track right where we saw it moving. I'm no, it was coming. I feel like it was coming from the bottom. I feel like it was coming from where that track is right there, or not, I don't know if it's a track, but where the where the bend is in that. Uh, hey, bring out your there. fucking gig, uh, Gigatron fucking uh, ghost fucking kit. Bring out your speculum squirrel fucking <laughs> violator. Anyways, uh, so. I walk in and so I was dude, like, "Hey, dude, I'm here for the." But fucking- the dude doesn't even shake your hand. That part's the best because he doesn't even acknowledge it, right? Yeah, I don't know who he was. He was all masked up and shit. And I just, I guess, I guess I just uh, fucking look like a giant Florida man walking from a distance. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, yo, that's just like a veteran organization. Like, who the fuck are these guys? Must be like the the day guys, the union guys, the SAG guys. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Jesus, didn't you go to Afghanistan, guy? You're worried about all this bullshit? Like, Jesus Christ, you fucking weirdo. And I was, like, definitely kind of offset by that because I was like, wow. I was like, that's, that's just, you're the reason why I came to shit on Hollywood. You are the very reason. <laughs> you're like, I should just shit on you. So, uh, yeah, I could have fucking been a whole lot easier and cheaper. So uh, I fucking, I go to wardrobe, and then there's, like, another guy running around. And I forget his name, but he was cool, and he was also kind of an asshole. And he was like, where are you going? Where are you headed? Uh, all, right, all right, here, you need your parking pass. And I'm like, parking pass? He's like, yeah, we're all moving. I was like, we're all moving? I was like, fuck. And I was wh- like, what did where you are we get, going? What did you get from wardrobe? Only then they, they looked at me. They're like, all right, give me some boots. <laughs> they gave me combat boots because they seen the, the, the short silkies I have underneath. Yeah. And uh, they were like, yeah, I go shirtless. And I'm looking around at the guys that are supposed to be in the same scene that I'm in. And they're just like kind of like 100% like extras yeah at least like the main guy the owner and the and the producer director of the whole thing was the one who invited me so i knew i had like i was about get, donnie and justice yeah i was gonna get a little more respect so uh they're like oh are you donnie's friend and then they kind of like they didn't then they kind of acknowledge my existence yeah and like here put these boots on uh and i'll see you over at the, the da, 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 da. and i'm like where are we going i was like oh yeah um Hey, uh, me and like three of my dudes are like outside the building with all of our shit. And they're just looking at me like, okay. Like, basically, when some drunk fuck comes up to me at a party it, it, and they're like, hey, uh, my camper is like kind of like over here. And is there a way? Can-? And I'm just like, were you embarrassed? I was because I look like a homeless person on the side of this production studio. And. CPAPs, American flag. <laughs> we're basically, we look like we got kicked out of a hotel in the middle of the you night. You look like a caricature of America drawn by like a European. They're like, he's fat with yeah. a CPAP machine and little panties waving a flag. Yeah, no, it definitely, it definitely fucking was awkward because you're just meeting these people. And I'm like thinking like, I almost want to walk up like, no, no, I, I live in a $5 million mansion. I'm not homeless, I promise. But I definitely looked fucking homeless. And I'm pretty sure a couple guys yelled, fuck you, you fucking guy, fairy, we hate you. Or, you know, I don't know. Like, this was like a production, like, like a, it was like a movie set almost. It was the way they had all these people running around in all these different departments, and they're all just running around scrambling and shit. And I'm like, fuck, we gotta go somewhere? 
I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm looking around, and it's a room full of really hot, ripped dudes. And I find out they're in the same scene. I'm like, oh, so I'm the fat guy. I'm so I'm like, all right, good. Here. Yeah, I'm, I'm the funny one. That's actually one that actually can act, you know, not these other hot-ass dudes. So uh, I'm like, one guy, like, offered me a ride to, like, go over there. And then I was like, yeah, but I got, like, a bunch of dudes. And, and they looked at me. And I was like, yeah, and I got to go from here. I got to go to the airport. Like, oh, you're flying out. I was like, yeah, but later. And and then they were kind of like asking me questions. And one of the dudes like, where do you got to be? I was like, oh, I got to be at the airport. He's like, what are you doing over there? Um, Flying a helicopter over the Hollywood sign and shitting on it. And they're like, oh, cool. Uh, Well, anyways, um, yeah, I'll see you at the next set. So I'm like, "I I think he thinks I'm joking around. Which I'm like, okay, these they're all worried about that, but in it almost like my duties and my time on set was like second to what I the yeah. task at hand that I was like really motivated to do. So you're at a point. Meanwhile, right I'm now, trying to stuff my face full of food. That's what it is. You're at a point right now. You're at a casting studio on the other side of town with your whole crew of guys. CPAP machines and luggage, stranded. No car. No car. No hotel. Skivvies and a pair of boots. Yeah. You're stuffing your face because in a couple of hours, it's on again. Yeah. And now you're headed to the vet TV show. And shoot. all I can think about is it my camera guys? Is everyone going to show up? Is the helicopter pilot not going to fuck us again? You know, I, I, I literally, I did the right thing, I think, because I, I always try to do the right thing. And I, I basically paid people from the day before to do nothing other than go hike up in the woods or the mountains, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Hollywood Hills. And I was thinking, it's not their fault they got fucked or yeah. I got fucked. So I can't just say, fuck you, I'm not paying you. So yeah, they, paid, did, they, they did their job. Yeah. yeah. Even though I got no photos, no videos yeah. from any of them, I still paid them all exactly yeah. what they wanted. Because there was nothing for them to film, though. Yeah. Yeah. So but they, yeah. It, to me, it, did, it didn't, help, it didn't, it didn't uh, lighten the, the injury to me. Yeah. I was like, fuck. So... Um, it's well, like it's like you sh- you paying your wedding photographer and yeah. you instead of a daughter. That's basically what it felt. Yeah, like. you're like fuck. I still got to pay this guy. And, well, I, I wanna, and it said there was no cool catering. I want to go to our break because when we come back, you do the vet TV shoot. You're still trying to stuff your face to shit, and the helicopter actually shows up. Yes. All right, guys, you're listening to the Mike BC show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBC.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. The Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. 
Being a member of MikeBeecher.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeecher.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy members' weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During members' weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. Memberships is you're missing out. I, I, I started following Mike Busey about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts from society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I got to fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, But I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, Team White and Team Blue, not Team Black because they lose. Oh, right. It's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. <laughs>
The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's going to take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh, yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's a good debauchery. You won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole other fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit, the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Oh, yeah. And we're back. It's been, it's, been, it's been crazy. You've been all around the world. Yeah. I went across the country, which is nothing, but, you know. It is, though, man, on a whim. You know, like to just decide on a whim that I'm going to travel across the country and do, and do something, which is old school Mike Busey, which I'm glad you got back to. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to reach to the old days when I would just say, "Fuck it, man, yeah, let's go," and then book flights at three in the morning and go to the airport at six. Yeah. Well, you know what? As always, there's some people, who, and, we, and we we haven't read these names in a little bit. There's two weeks. People, two weeks. Yes. There's people we want to thank. People who recently Have signed we, up. I thought me and Art read some. I think you guys did on the first one at least. So this is. You did on the first one, but so it's two weeks. So it's been two weeks since yeah. we read them. All right. So if you joined MikeBusey.com, not only did you see and watch this podcast, you get an extra bonus podcast episode every week. Oh, and not only that, you get invited to all of our parties, which we have the biggest party of the year coming up. 30 days from today. 30 days from today, we have drunk people in costumes. 22? Something 22, like that. Yeah. yeah. Guys, that means you got a month to get your shit together. Start fabricating lies to your boss, killing yeah. off some of your grandmas, photoshopping funeral fucking start, uh, memorials. Start setting that breakup with your girl now. Oh, yeah, dude. I... I love breaking out with one of my bitches right for Halloween. I say, bitch, try me. I will fucking break up with you so fast, bitch. I will fuck every goddamn. I will fuck every cop, every firefighter girl. I'll fuck all the cats. I <laughs> I beg you to fucking act, act, act up, bitch. We'll see what happens. You got 30 days. I can. You know how fast I can move your shit out in 30 days? I will fuck the whole party. I'll fuck. I'll fuck everybody. 
I love Halloween. I love Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween's like prom. Even the ugly bitches look good. It's like, I don't know. They got that makeup, that pretty dress, and looking right at Woo-wee! What's the... You ever fuck a girl in a Halloween costume? Yeah. I didn't see her afterwards. Like, whoa, where's the fucking... Where's the kitty cat that I fucked? What the... Oh, no, God. Oh, no. Where's the baby bear costume? You know? oh, fuck, that's not... You're not Barney. <laughs> and fuck any of you that show up here as Barney. Cause I already heard. I already heard the fucking airwaves chatting about it. There's gonna be a lot of Barneys. There's gonna be Barneys. There's gonna be baby bears. Son of a bitch. Yeah, twelve year old aliens. You know, bringing it all, bringing it all back. I'd fuck it. I asked. <laughs> it's intergalactic doesn't count. I I posed that question. Uh, I posed that question in Germany. Like, yeah. What are you sick fucks thinking? No, and. Uh, and uh, a friend of mine uh, posed the question of, so he was like, so, so I said, I said, they told him the twelve year old alien I played in the clip, and then he looked at me and he was like, well, he's like, you have to consider the fact that the alien was probably in a hyperbaric chamber, and was twelve years old when they were put in the chamber, but have now traveled thousands of light years and thousands of years to get here. He was like, that alien's a hundred. He's like, I'd fuck her brains out. <laughs> and I was like, so they got you just science on me. They got six sense of humors over there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, See, I'd be afraid. You know, that, isn't that hard doing a comedy in front of a, a different country? That yeah, it doesn't is. Doesn't have the same mannerisms, the same sense of humor. But uh, that was that was what that's that's what that was all about for me. Like to go over there and see. It was like, a challenge. It was a challenge. I wanted to challenge myself. That's why I did multiple shows out there to see. How is it? How am I going to do? And uh, you know, I wanted. I wanted. How to much research it. and 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 like None. writing? You didn't come up with no custom like material. No, form? because here's the thing about and here's the thing about custom material for places you really haven't spent much time in. You're actually not going to get it right. People like if somebody does like comics come here all the time. They're like, all right, I'm going to be in Orlando. I I'm going to make some I four Disney. Disney. Nobody cares. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really matter. I used to do that when I would when I would go to different cities. I'd be in Colorado making weed jokes that nobody cared about because it didn't matter. The real thing you need to do is make jokes about the observation about why you're weird. Because then they'll laugh at you. You're like, eh, I don't know. like you find something cool that they have and then talk about how America doesn't do it right. And then you do the rule of threes. You give them two things making fun of yourself in America and then you fucking hit them with the third thing you've noticed that they're weird about. And now they're already like, uh, I like this guy. Yeah. He's won me over. So you're mind fucked. The Germans? Yeah. The the Dutch and and and, uh, and the Germans the, the Dutch. Uh, I didn't do any comedy in Greece. Greece was my vacation, so it was the Germans, uh, the 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 Netherlands, and the belt in Belgium. And I did meet some really fucking funny comics out there. And uh, one of the guys uh, I met, this dude Adam, he's from Canada, but he lives in Germany now. And he was uh, talking about. Uh, if Anne, he was like talking about Anne Frank, and he was basically saying that. Oh, I got Anne Frank jokes. He was just talking about how he uh, he he spent the whole quarantine not being able to leave because Germany was super locked down, you know. And he was like, I spent all the time at home. He's like, and I I couldn't come up with any jokes. He's like, I came up with like three jokes. He's like, and my buddy was like, and he's saying his buddy was like, you only came up with three jokes during the whole quarantine. He was like, it was really hard. He was like, to come up with jokes. He was like, Anne Frank was locked up for like two years and she came up with mad content. You yeah. know? <laughs> OnlyFans. Yeah. Swipe up, bitch. That's what he was saying too. He was like, Anne Frank would have her own OnlyFans back then. He was like, or she would have, she would have been on TikTok. HolocaustHotties.com. She would have been on TikTok, he said, just opening and closing a closet door the whole time. She's like, six million new followers. I saw the thing where uh, they convicted R. Kelly. Uh, and he's like, fuck, done for. R. Kelly's done, man. And I seen someone post a meme and say, hey, R. Kelly, if you believe you can fly, 
Right about now would be a good time. I I fucking thought that was cute. (laughs) I like good humor. Well, you know who else likes good humor? The people who recently signed up to be members. Yeah, because if you sign up, we're going to say your fucking name, or Miguel's going to say it. I'm going to try to pronunciate your name and your city and where you're from. Top or bottom, Mike? You want to go first? I'll take take bottom. All right, here we go. Look, I'm staring at Steven like poker face. Is there any Seymour butts in there? Well, we got Danny Arcos from Sagas, California. Devin Bowling from California. Jessup. Maybe he got some shit on him. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Darren George from Palmatron, Pennsylvania. Uh, Christian Goles from Homestead, Florida. James Buscal from Tracy, California. Jason Ware from Saint Petersburg or Saint Petersburg, Florida. Sam Holterman from Dwight, Illinois. Uh, Jay Vaughn. I heard that. That's my favorite. Mike goes, Illinois. <laughs> Jay Vatia from Mineola, Florida. Dan, that's my neighbor. Jose Salazar from Somerton, Arizona. Justin Angel from Adersville, Georgia. Todd Cohan from Boynton Beach, Florida. Like coat hanger. I was like, oh shit. Austin Jencola from Orange City, Florida. I've been there. Sean Wagner from Daytona. Definitely been there. Jeff Pedro from Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. Nope. Ian Long from Tavares, Florida. Hell yeah. John Brown from Cartersville, Georgia. William Martin from Eustis, Florida. Justin Craven from Groveland. Dude, all these people living around oh, us. They're all I, trying I to come nervous. to the Halloween party. You they're all funny. trying to come to the Halloween I, party. I, before we started the show tonight, it was it was actually fucking hilarious because uh, I had matched with this girl and she matched with Poop Boy who's staying here. Yeah. So me and Poop Boy matched with the same girl and then she was like, oh, it looks you probably match on everybody. I was like, how does she know? How does she know his way right there? So then, and then Rowdy Rob had him a chick who was cute but super fucking annoying. She was super annoying. And I thought she was super cute. She had like glittery thing going in her hair, and I was like, this girl's cute. But from the minute she started talking, I was like, wow. It was like this. she was investigating us. Yeah. And she she's a first grade teacher, and I was like, she's so dumb. Yeah. But you don't have to be smart to be a first grade teacher. You're literally like, that's the color blue. You did really good. You take a nap now. And the yeah. kid's like, I did good. So we were in the middle of a really awkward Tinder date and yeah. between two of our homies. And then me and you were just in prime. We should have just started recording the just show then. roast session. Yeah, we were roasting the fucking sh- They were making us feel uncomfortable, so we made, it, we made them feel uncomfortable. Well, here's the weird thing, too. She started bringing up how hot her little kid daughters were. And that, that, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm dark as fuck. I think it's weird as fuck that a mom is telling me her daughters are hot and they're little kids. Hit the button, Chris, quick, hit the button. Stop recording this. No, so I'm like, what, I was like, why are you trying to get us to fuck your little kid daughter? She's like, oh "Oh my God. She's like, I am not trying to get you to fuck my daughters. It's just that they're both really hot. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I was more focused on the uh, the girl who worked at Rule King that uh, matched me and Pooh Boy. Um, she had no personality though. Uh, she was just she, she was nervous. She was nervous. She was, she was like, really nervous. Could you imagine showing up here and then me and you are getting ready to go do a podcast and we're getting hot and ready to hot. We start talking shit. Well, the cutie dark. Rowdy's cutie. She kept being like, every, she's like, do, do you guys have food here? Do you have a kitchen here? Is there a refrigerator here? How did this start? When did y'all start? Who does she, this? She walked into the house and she was like, oh my god. Whose house is this? And then she goes to Rowdy. She's like, Mike, is this your house? He's like, I'm Rob. She's like, I just know you as Rowdy. And he's like, Mike is the owner of this house. And she's like, well, does he have a kitchen? And then I was on the couch. I was like, no, we don't have a kitchen here. We don't believe in kitchens. She's like, who doesn't believe in kitchens? Ugh. 
We should have started the podcast right when they came into the room. And then Poop Boy's girl was just all quiet there, and she was like, I don't know where I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is far from She lives around here, too. She's like our neighbor, apparently. Everyone says they're, they're that's a what, fucking that's why I brought that neighbor. Up. Yeah. So I brought that up because I always like get kind of a little... When, when, when they sign up and they live so close, I'm like, oh, shit. Are they, are they becoming members so they can spy on me? Or are they... You know, because I still got a lot of Osceola County... Uh, you know, uh, emotions in me yeah. still. Like, is the helicopter here to fucking arrest me? Are they kicking the door in today? Like, what's going on? Well, check this out. This is weird, and this is cool. I think we have two brothers who just signed up. Oh, shit. It's a family affair. Joseph Elshazy from Port Jefferson Station, New York. Glad you got that And name. Ronnie Elshazy. Yeah, Ronnie Elshazy from Patagua, New York. Ian Illies from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Christopher Birmingham from Lakeland. Uh, Joseph. Woohoo, Mike, you lucked out. Kolodzik from Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Yep, we would have fucked that one. Austin Ide from Raleigh, North Carolina. Justin Poland from Nebraska. Austin Sandoval from Portage, Pennsylvania. Edward Zmood from Smollett. Seneca Falls, New York. William Mentz from Zellwood, Florida. Anthony Denby That's from Venice, street, Florida. Zach Celia from Peoria, Arizona. Dominic Zarill from Central High, Michigan. And David Anderson from Harbor Springs, Michigan. And now, Mike, my favorite fucking part of any podcast. Hey, folks, it's me, Barney. I'm going to read the rest of the list today. Mike Busey shows you why the American public school education has just failed us. If if today's <laughs> fucking first grade teacher wasn't enough, now Mike Busey what, takes the floor. What is what is this, like a bunch of Spanish names and Cor- no, uh, Korean names? No, any names. Any oh, that's names. a lot of names. This is a small font. Steven really fit him in today. All right, guys, here we go. I literally, I, read these I literally get my phone ready for this just to video this. All right. Michael, read the names. All right, here we go. We got Russell Jenkins from New Lenox, Illinois. We got <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> we got Joseph Capazano from Claremont, Florida, right on the street. Brian Stanley from Middlesex, New Jersey. Robert Booth from Andrews, North Carolina. John Stevens, fuck you, I'm gonna roll. Asatula, Florida. Oh shit, is right on the street. That's I am in Asatula. He's inside of me. <laughs> Jason Heatrick from Orlando, Florida. Tony Burnett from Spencer, Wyoming. We got Sandra Bush from Asatula. What the fuck is going on? My damn. See, this is freaking me out. These neighbors, these neighbors are like, oh, I'm They're all coming to party, man. I'm going to go play putt-putt over there. Um, Austin Hatfield from Carnington, Ohio. Damian Birchoka. <laughs> this, no, this is weird. Is that a fucking, is that a Navajo name? Damian, can, we, can we change your name to just Damian B? It's <laughs> Barachoa. Barachoa, Murray, Utah. Austin Woods, Center Hill, Florida. Jay Wade from Guthrie, Oklahoma. Seth Morgan from Mal- Malzai, Kansas. Uh, Tony Bands from like, Apollo Beach, Florida. When you don't get it, 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 it's always a question. You're like, Malzai, Kansas? <laughs> yep. We got Dan Batista from Castleberry, Florida. Lived there. Sausage Castle 5. Shout out to you. Anthony Carlton from Groveland, Florida, another local. Anthony Colline from Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay, how you doing, Anthony? Uh, Brad Buzzard from Astatula. 
What the oh, fuck? There's a lot of... Because they're all getting ready for the party, bro. They want to come oh, party. We're, we're going to go to that goddamn drunk people in costumes. Yeah. Right there. We got the blowjob party on Veterans Day. Uh, Liston Cox from Derry, New Hampshire. Uh, this one's... Ooh, this. <laughs> Tyler Kassendek from White uh, Wilkes Bear, Pennsylvania. Ta- uh, I was actually proud of myself. That was that could have been a lot worse. I always think of that movies when somebody like 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 he don't read well. President President Lincoln said Terry, fuck you, Terry Treasure from Bashir, Montana. Jordan Hazley from Leesburg, Virginia. Michael Jones from Winterville, Georgia. Trenton James from Jonesville, Louisiana. Terry Gills from Memphis, Tennessee. Larry Kukin from Maddenville, <laughs> Louisiana. That was tricky, too. Rich Fink from Greenville, Pennsylvania. See, I like Rich's name. It's a good city everything. You gotta, <laughs> it's a good city. He had a, he had a, a good, good, good easy, easy name to read. Robert McKay, McNay from Garrett, Indiana. Alex Maxima, Ma- Max, Maxa, Maxa from San Francisco, California. And Jessica Smith from Selmer, Tennessee. Hell yeah. Suck a dick. <laughs> There's only a couple tricky ones on there. Guys, if you uh, join, we're going to say your name and your city and state, and you're going to be forever immortalized digitally on MikeBC.com and fucking iHeartRadio and <laughs> Spotify and Apple iTunes. And you're basically uh, you're out there. Someone's definitely have joined this uh, website. Not knowing that we were going to read their name on oh, the yeah. fucking podcast, and, and and someone's like brother-in-law called them out, and they're like, "There's only one Gregory I know, so you 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 signed up for that dirty podcast, didn't you?" I, I can I can imagine some guy joined and his name got read, and his wife found out, and she joined to see what the fuck he was looking at, and then the husband heard the wife's name on the podcast and he freaked out and panicked and canceled it's like a double suicide murder suicide somewhere but then she started listening to the podcast and she started off hating us but then she fell in love and now they make these subliminal messages like there's a barney doll that showed up one day a corn man mask from amazon the cops found the two bodies shot dead and all that was written on the wall was baby bear yeah we can't figure any of this out we don't know what was happening so there's, I don't know if you've been uh, keeping track of this girl and this dude. They uh, were from Florida, uh, and they went on a little, they were like van life fuckers. And like, oh, I'm going to travel and do YouTube videos of rocks and shit in the canyon. <laughs> and I guess that fucking... Chris's head shake. Hey, Chris's disapproving head shake as you tell the story. We're going to have a whole segment called Mike Busey. Half the story. <laughs> like, I guess uh, I guess they were riding around fucking each other and taking yeah. pictures of rocks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I, everyone knows who. I forget her fucking name, but she's unfortunately. <laughs> the bitch is dead, unfortunately. And, God uh, damn. Yeah, no, she's fucking dead. I, I, I mean, I didn't see the body, but I heard that she's dead. And now the fiance is like on the run, on the run. And there's all kinds of spec. Even like dog to bounty hunters on the, on the case. He now. better be. What else is he doing? And playing pool somewhere in Hawaii, talking about when he was cool. And during the break, I was just thinking that uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter thinks that he's hiding out in Key West 
which is Nobody where can hide out Courtney and AK are headed to right now to go see a Kenny Chesney concert. And I'm thinking, like, damn, what if Courtney and AK get murked too by this dude? Hmm. You can't kill people when you're on the run still. You like trying to Plus, hide you don't shit. go on the run in Key West. There's 17 people. Yeah. You know? like what is, Nobody's like, I need to lay low in a place where nobody will find me. I don't if know. you like me, young Galata, I'm at a cockfight in, in downtown Key West. I'm going to Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> Spring break. Dog's just trying to go to Key West. He's like, if you guys send me some money, I think he's in Key West. If he's not in Key West... He's probably in Santorini. If he's not in Santorini, he's watching the Carrot Top show in Las Vegas on Wednesday. I want the Wednesday show because that's the good one. <laughs> I think we should go down and, and follow Dog the Bounty Hunter and, and try to go find him. I mean, I just shit on Hollywood. What, what's next? We should send Aaron and then Aaron be like, Dog, you don't want me to follow you because I'm black? He'd be like, oh. No, because like, oh, we know Aaron wouldn't actually like follow him. He would just fall asleep and, you know. <laughs> I tried for a while. But I had to go to the dollar store and braid my hair. And fucking, I, had to, I got this girl coming over. You know what? Also, Aaron wouldn't do. He wouldn't shit in a bag for you. Yeah, he wouldn't. When you needed fuck. shit, and Chris wouldn't shit in a bag either. Goddamn, these diva ass motherfuckers. What was it about shitting in the bag that made you feel like you were better than Mike Busey, Chris? My friend is worth millions upon millions of dollars, and he's shit in a bag. Well, I didn't even. I didn't even really Rob try to ask bag him before that was something we were doing. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even brought up yet. He was just like, Mike was like, hey, maybe we'll shit in a bag. He was like, oh, what a coincidence. I just took a shit in a bag. So here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know when you ask someone something, like, yeah, can you shit in a bag? And then they, next time you see him, they show up with the shit in the bag. Yeah. So I'm I'm hauling a shit in the bag all around L.A. and shit with me with my CPAP. And when you, so when you were outside of the vet TV We place, had to leave. We had to leave. So we got. But you had the shit in the bag? Yeah. And it was just room temperature shit? No, it's hot as fuck out there. It's miserable. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, Florida's so humid, dude." What the fuck was going on in California last week? That shit was hot. And you're just have you have hot shit in your bag. Yeah, I left it behind. I couldn't keep I couldn't keep the shit. Where'd you leave it? Inside of one of these buildings. <laughs> some homeless dude. Do, some homeless like, dude. Oh, leftovers. No, some homeless dude's getting the shit beat out of him by the cop. Like, you want to keep shitting in bags, Terry? What the fuck did I tell you? I tune you up. He's like, yep. no way. I don't eat Taco Bell. That's Taco Bell shit. Because I can imagine homeless people can decipher all kinds of shit. They're yeah. like, that's not my shit. That shit's fucking. Look at it. No blood in it at all. <laughs> Do you think you could actually make shit taste edible if you put enough like seasoning and stuff on it or sauce? No. You think, you think there's someone out there that's, like, eating their shit? Because they say, like, if you're, like, in the middle of nowhere, you can drink your urine for X amount of time. And But your shit, I don't think you can eat. How, how long can you just recycle what you're eating? Because that's kind of what we do Well, because the there's no nutrients in the shit. So after a while. Is there, Miguel? Is there? No, unless there's corn. Yeah, Wikipedia on your phone over there in your yeah. pocket. Huh? Corn, corn's the only thing you eat, and this stays the same. Is it? Yeah, I mean, that's why you got shit in your corn. So can you just eat corn and shit it out, eat it again? Because it looks pretty, it looks pretty edible when it's floating on them turds. Yeah. Hey, this is this is this week's uh, survival tips from Mike Busey. Eat your own shit. What up, y'all in the gum gang? Yay, yay! And today, white trap lock hack. I'm gonna eat my own shit. I tried to eat my own shit one time. No, long, you did not. Long time. No, ago. you did not. You yeah. motherfucker. And I couldn't do it. Wait, wait, wait. To give, we got to get to our story. But I have to know now. Tell me about this. I'm just this doing shit. dumb shit. Like, How old were you? How old were you? I don't know, like 22. 22 <laughs> what do you think? I was a kid. Come on. Uh, and wh- where'd you shit? Like you shit in a toilet bowl? And just yeah, I shit in a toilet bowl. And I took some chips. Yeah, I did this little <laughs> shit and dip thing. Uh, put some some dip, some chips in the shit dip, and I, I put it to my mouth, and I was like, I was gagging and crying from the smell of it. 
I could not. I've drank and my own is, urine. And this is when, shit. and this is when you were eating like the worst in your life too. Sometimes if you if you shit it out fast enough, I feel like maybe were it you even shitting almost, solids? Because I've never, I've hardly ever seen salt you on shit there. solids. Yeah, but thing is, I can projectile diarrhea so fucking far. I could I, honestly. If there was an Olympic fucking shit distance, I'd probably get shit further I can jump. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I know that. Yeah, because I've seen you shit like fucking eight feet. Yeah. Me too. That's on a slow day. (laughs) Yeah, so here we are. I'm on the set in a gym working out. So how did you get there? How did you guys get there, though? You didn't have a vehicle. We had to – we had Ralphie – Ralphie ordered an Uber, and we had to Uber – to a rental car place, and then we show up in this back alley of this like, uh, this like, like shop place. There's like a bunch of cars, like Porsches and stuff yeah. for some reason. And then here we are looking homeless as fuck in some random ass place, and a bunch of Chico dudes are out in the back smoking their cigarettes, looking at us like, what the fuck is this shit? And then they see me, Ralphie, a giant brown guy, uh, Aaron, a very dark black know Ralphie, guy. Ralphie's, you know, what, six something. Big Ralphie just lineman. Yeah, he he's like, like six lineman. four, six six four ish. He, he's three hundred plus. He, he, he ain't no small. He ain't no little. You got dude. Chris, and then me it is like the odd couple. Like, what the fuck are these guys doing? We got our CPAPs. At this time, I think I lost a bag of shit. But uh, yeah, I'm just fucking trying to get a fucking. We got a, a truck of all things, like a, a pickup truck. <laughs> So we threw all our shit in the back. They're always trying to get rid of the pickup truck at rental car places. Yeah. Then then they take me to this other back alley where there's a gym. And then I could see all, like, the grip trucks and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is it. And then all these Hollywood fucks are sitting out there. And there's, like, this really janky-ass fucking laundromat next door. mask-wearing fucks, too. Like, yeah. they won't touch you, right? Oh, yeah. It was, like, where people would purposely walk across the street, like, to walk away from me. It was really, really anti- yeah, well, they're really taking this whole COVID thing pretty serious over there. Good for them. So, um, I uh, <laughs> I fucking show up and I look around. I'm like, yep, here's all the hot dudes. Uh, yep, and I'm the fat one. And then and then I meet Donnie first time. He gives me a big hug. He's not wearing a mask. And this is I'm the like, first time. Like you guys have been talking for years yeah, together. Yeah, it's like on a blind date. We yeah. finally showed up in person. Not that you could ever uh, mistaken that it was me or not. You could like, oh, that that's gotta be that retarded guy I've been talking to on the internet. That's him. And uh, I get in a position, and I'm, I don't know what the fucking machine is that you do the fucking things. I posted a video on my Instagram. You can check it out if you don't follow. Like, what's the, what's the, what's the movements you're doing on this machine? They're like pull You got your arms spread out like a cross. Yeah, it's like a chest back trap And you're pulling exercise. your arms forward. Yeah. And you've got like two- It's like the, the, the cross where they put you in a dungeon, and they yeah. chain you up, but you're pulling back Steven, and forth. Steven, what's that dungeon thing called? Quickly. <laughs> He's like, we don't use them, man. Mars is, you know, it's always pissy when I do it because my boner's too big. So I'm here sweating my balls off. When are you they're... sweating, though? Because, I mean, it could have been like fucking yeah, 79 true. degrees with an ocean breeze. Chris, was it really hot? Uh, outside, it was actually, though. It was hot, dude. Yeah. It was hot in California. Like, they must have knew I was coming there to bring that shit, so they had it steaming for me. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm still kind of like low key panicking, and then I'm like trying to get into like character, and I'm trying to dynamically like make my my premiere on this this big time Hollywood production, because like t- this was really just for us to meet and hang out and get the vibe, and then um, I'm pretty sure I'll be invited back for a reoccurring role or something. I don't know. They'll they'll need some fat civilian looking dude for something. Yeah. So um, they uh 
They got me out working out, and they did they did, they did a bunch of takes, but I was doing them pretty legit. And I ain't worked. My arms still feel like fucking biscotti. You had a lot of weight on it? Oh, uh, no, not much at all. Well, you got to keep doing the movement. Like two though, little yeah. plates on each side. And I'm just yeah. like, <gasps> and they're like, act like you're fucking really working out hard. I was like, act, motherfucker. I'm, I'm fucking about to die over here. <laughs> And I'm over here like I'm stuffed. I'm like bloated. I'm like sweating. Fucking pasta and Taco Bell. I can see like I can see like bean dip fucking coming through my pores and shit. And all I can think about is like I gotta fucking shit, but not shit too fast. Then I know Ralphie is running the uh, running Chris up into the hills with the runner car, trying to hurry. I don't even know how you even got there. How did you get there? Did you meet up with other people or what? Yeah. Uh- he dropped me out at a coffee shop where we all met up. And went over. Oh, so the plot thickens. So um, I I get done. Everything's good. Got to talk. Great little little quick little cameo in this in this fucking production. Vet TV Grunts Life season two. Uh, fat. Dude. And this was the finale. The the the. the I guess finale. I don't know. You know I don't read everything. It the, yeah, it was the season finale. I just skim through shit. Yeah. So didn't see no this pictures. Is, this like, is yeah. the biggest episode that they said they've ever done. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, thank you very much, everyone at Vet TV, for letting me be a part of that. Except the fucking piece of shit guy with the mask on the front door. Fuck you. Hope he wasn't a part of their crew. Donnie's like, you talking about Petey? Medal of Honor recipient Petey? Fuck who saved, Petey. Who saved my life in Fallujah? Yeah, fuck Petey. He doesn't take his mask off because he lost his chin. Yeah, <laughs> I, hope, I wish you had all your fuck. I wish both your legs and arms were gone, you piece of shit. Anyways, uh, so... Fucking, I call Ralph and I say, hey, give me the fuck out of here. Let's go, let's go. We got to get to the fucking helipad. He's like, oh, I'm like 30 minutes away. I'm like, 30 minutes away. I'm sitting in this fucking sketchy back alley in my man panties with all my shit. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And then you ever be dropped off? You ever go somewhere dropped off and you say goodbye? You do the whole like, hey, man, thank you so much. Nice meeting you. And then you realize, oh, fuck, I'm still going to have to stay right here. Yeah, the same spot. So you're kind of embarrassed. It's like when when you're saying goodbye to somebody in the parking lot and then you guys are walking to the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same type of vibe, except I was like, no, I just can't sit here. Fuck, I just, like, killed it. Everyone's happy. That's a wrap. I was like. Oh, I'm not. And I look like a fucking a male pro, a fat male prostitute. And, hey, sailor, who's yeah. looking to play a little game? So what, what did I do? <laughs> I go back to my roots. I go to the fucking the laundromat, aka the fucking the poor kids arcade. You know that that was that shitty yeah. Pac Man console at the front and like the Galaga dust all over and some angry Chinese guy screaming at you. You put quarters now. Stop touching. Stop touching. So I was like, all right, I'll fucking go hide in this laundromat. And I kind of peeked out every couple of seconds. I saw all the guys still there. I'm like, fuck. I, like, <laughs> I leaned back up against the wall. Because then I noticed, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm about to fucking take these combat boots because I'm about to fucking, these will look way cooler in the photo. Because I just flew all the way from fucking California before my friends last minute to do this shit. I'm, these, these combat boots are mine. So fuck you, wardrobe. If you want them, I'll, I'll cash at you. I don't know how much. They look. They definitely look like they went to fucking Afghanistan. They had some fucking, had some miles on them, boy. They had some miles. You know what it reminds me of when uh, you're waiting for your mom to pick you up and all the cool kids are hanging out outside. You're like, you go, go pick you up down the street. She's like, I'm picking you up in front of the fucking building. Yeah. Uh, what's up, guys? I'm oh, no, I was like calling Ralph. He's like, yo, I'm in front of a laundromat right before the back alley. You don't have to pull in there. Because I'm like, I don't want them to see me. I just said a good, like, feral goodbye. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm out here. Just Hopping in the back of a pickup truck like they, Little do they know I'm, like, fucking hiding in a, hiding in a laundry, hot-ass laundromat. laundromat next door. And then they're, like, all, like, intimidated. Like, who the fuck is this? Staring at me. 
And then the, you know they want to like try me and be like, oh, if you're not washed, you got to go. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm sitting right here. And I just sat out there and like homeless dudes are walking by looking. No yeah, shirt? Yeah. They're looking at me. They're like feeling bad for me. They're <laughs> hey, like, brother, oh, this guy's really down and I know, out. I know a goodwill down the road might have a blanket we could fit you in. <laughs> yeah. No, they were definitely sizing me up. Like, should I rob this guy? Like, oh, I think he's no, one of like, us. They're looking at you like, man, I wonder who robbed him. <laughs> yeah. They look like he's a fresh homeless guy. Poor we guy. missed out. Yeah, he, they were, so here I am awkwardly kind of hiding, and then when he finally pulls up. I look to my right, and there was one of the guys that were on set. I'm like, "Fuck, do I say uh, do I say hi, or do I just try to pretend he didn't just see me just <laughs> crawl from underneath this laundry mat?" And I said, "Hey, man, you good?" And he looked at me, and he, I felt like he was the same mentality I was having. He was embarrassed that I saw him just sitting <laughs> on the side of the road waiting for a ride. He's like, "Yeah, I'm good." And I was like, "All right, man." I got in, and, I, and then when we Some drove by... Some actor's going to come up to you. This is the laundromat where we hang out. Yeah. You get out of here. Yeah, so I was... This is the people's uh, court laundromat. So here I am, frantically hurrying back up. Second attempt to show up to Shady Helicopter, guys. Are you full of food now, too? Oh, yeah, I'm fucking... Do I'm, you know you got a good shit brewing? Oh, I'm fucking ready and to Chris go. Chris is in position. Uh, well, hopefully. Uh, I, I couldn't tell by his videos or photos. Uh, it looked like he was uh, at the other Hollywood, Florida, from the photos and the videos. Uh Tower, so we stop into a Dunkin' Donuts. I drink my first ice latte. That was Ooh, disgusting. You're getting all the diuretics ready. I'm dr- I'm drinking the fucking the rest of the hot fire sauce, Diablo <laughs> sauce from Taco Bell packets like a fucking Capri Sun, squeezing it down my throat. And I started thinking, and here's not to make this even more complicated. We know we have a small window to do this right before sundown. And I have to immediately leave there and go to LAX to fly home to Florida, which I'm going to be on the plane for five plus hours. So if I don't get this shit out, you're going to be stuck with a shit all the way back to Florida. Ooh, and cool. I will be on a no. Fl- I'm probably I don't even know this yet because I didn't get arrested. Uh, and according to TMZ, they weren't that interested unless I did get arrested. And I was like, that was kind of the point of doing it from a helicopter. Uh, I didn't want to get arrested, but I could have easily just got arrested. I could have just like walked up to the sign and did it, shit it on myself. I probably should have. But um, you know, you know, I'm a scenic Are you guy. You saying you think you might be on a no fly list now or something? Well, I know when we landed, I definitely uh, heard the pilot's son. Oh, when you landed in the helicopter? Yeah, because yeah. we, we we show up, he's there. We frantically throw on a MikeBeach.com decal on both sides. Who hooked you up with that? There's like a, a, a member, right? One of the members, That's yeah. Cool. Uh, he uh, he fucking, uh, his name's Mike. Thank you, Mike, if you're listening. Um, he uh, got the, the stuff printed out, and his wife showed up both times. And I always feel bad like when someone's wife shows up because we're always doing some juvenile bullshit. Yeah. And they obviously had to tell him, what are you doing with this Mike guy, honey? Oh, no, he's going to go down and film and give him his deal. He's going to shit on the phone. I don't know how these conversations go. I know I'm so responsible for so many arguments and quiet ride homes. No I'm, one picked the kids up for school because you were gallivanting with that Mike Busey shitting on the Hollywood sign. I know Poop Boy's. They're not even my kids. I know they're not my sons. I know Poop Boy's fucking girlfriend hates me. She's like, you fucking, you took him from me. <laughs> Fuck you, I hope you die. I can imagine that she's just like, you better choose right now. Is it me or Mike Busey? And he looks at her and he just gives her this big kiss. And then he looks back at her he's like, where are my fire truck keys? I'm going to go see yeah. Mike. <laughs> I love you, Sean. Poop away. You're the man. I, I do like your girlfriend, too. I mean, she did suck my dick the first time we met. It was pretty cool I, it, and awkward. But, hey, I got over it. They got over it. And apparently 
she she's not a big fan of him running up playing rig deer games with me. So, and I know she ain't listening to second hour. So suck a dick. I know you didn't make it this long into the show. Because if she did, she found out her fucking boyfriend's on a Tinder date. But hey, Sean, I ain't trying to throw you under the bus. Don't worry, she's not gonna listen. She hates me. Um, anyways, <laughs> so um, this guy's wife. Did you get the vibe she hated you? Or was she? No, like, she was actually really sweet. Because um, I imagine there's some wives that are like, I packed you a lunch so you can go with Mike Busey and shit on the sign. Yeah. Love you, babies. So here's what's awkward. We, I want, the, the immediately the guy starts trying to defend himself about the yesterday. Pilot? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, listen, uh, I don't want to talk about yesterday because if I do, it's going to shit on what we're trying to do right now. Because if I focus on that, yeah, I'm going to be like, yeah, bitch, you fucking cost me like almost $1,000 and really stressed me the fuck out and and i backed up traffic all fucking i, I flew here to do this you know you're the, backing up traffic in your asshole yeah yeah so like that was it was some of y'all are thinking oh what's the big deal you fly over it's cute no listen i show up i see this helicopter i go oh my god this is way smaller than i thought the helicopter I swear to god this helicopter is big as this fucking desk like the fuselage of it how the fuck there's four seats in it and these mother, if you can fit four midgets in there, you can't. You can Me and you ain't having it. Mm-mm. They, we get there. He looks at me. He's like, "Oh, you're big." And he, it was a really, really nice Mexican guy. So he was really cool, really nice. And at the same time, he knows what we're doing there, but we don't want to talk about it exactly. Yeah. And then here's what's weird is his like his uh, his like son and 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 then his wife and her and his wife is there. And then there's some random Asian dude there, and apparently Ralphie knew who he was, like some super famous YouTuber, um, like millions of followers. I don't know. He drives Lambos and shit. I don't. Do, 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 do you remember Chris? Who he was? I can find out. Anyways, I can't. Nice guy, but imagine, imagine like it's like when you are getting in a fight with your girlfriend or something, and someone you don't know shows up. Yeah, it's really awkward. That's how I compare me showing up to this airport. Getting ready to shit on Hollywood. We're slapping decals up. I'm in combat boots and fucking man panties and the American flag. The sun's going down. We're like, fuck, we got to get this done. And uh, there's a lot of shit on the line. There's there's a whole other team, the same team from yesterday, minus a few people, uh, up in the hills waiting for us to just randomly fly over in this white helicopter that is very fucking small. And... He saw the flag and he's like, "Oh, what are you doing then?" And I was like, oh, "I'm gonna, you know, when you tell someone you're doing, but you're kind of asking at the same time. Yeah, I'm gonna be holding on to it. Uh, uh, when you kind of dangle me over the sign, he goes, "Oh, uh, listen, my friend, if you let go of that flag and it hits that 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 uh, impeller in the back, uh, we're dead." I was like, Ooh. <laughs> I was like, okay, note to self, so hold on to the flag with fucking death grip. So I'm uh he he looks how big I am and he sees Aaron and he basically says there's no fucking way that the two of you fat fucks are going up in this helicopter. And Aaron's lost a lot of weight recently. Yeah. Old Aaron, not a shot in hell. Maybe then, but what he did, he had some like uh, calibrator and he typed in our weight and there and it, i saw it was like red it was like basically saying hail the fuck no <laughs> the thing I think just blew up in his hand like a photo of kobe fucking showed up when he fucking <laughs> put it in it was like you are not going up in that thing Aaliyah was just flashing it was yeah. like this, this air vehicle is overweight yeah so i was like ooh, fucking. buddy holly's picture just pops yeah, up we, the list goes on so 
we uh we're like okay so what so then random asian famous dude is like uh like just staring around and i guess the pilot knew him so he was like yeah i could have him ride and i'm like hey i'm okay here eric give me your fucking camera so i give our camera to dude and he's sitting on the uh, so i'm in the back left the back driver's side booting a car but the yeah. The, the the pilot is in like the passenger seat of what a car would be in the front. So it's two in the front, two in the back. Asian dude sits next to me on the right and he says, Okay, we're gonna do a test flight and they're like, This shit's happening fast. Like there's no meet and greet, bullshit, hang out. Slap these stickers on, get your shit ready, get your camera shots real quick, and let's fucking go. Sun is going down. Like if we would have waited five more minutes, we would have lost the whole shot. That's how, like, time-sensitive this whole thing was. Meanwhile, I'm like, fuck, oh, yeah, I got a shit. <laughs> fuck, I got a hope. I'm like, hmm, like, squeezing. I'm farting. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm sorry. I start low-key panicking. I really do. <laughs> I really do. Were you Plus, stinking up the shit with the farts? No, I, I didn't. Honestly, it was such a blur. I don't remember yeah. smelling anything. Alex Choi. Alex Choi? That's how you say it? Alex Choi. Shout-out to Alex Choi. And Alex Choi was a... Uh, to the right of me and when we he he got us there was like a little like a helipad deck that was like a foot or so up off the ground that it that it landed on and he had us he had me go in get in into position and uh basically we do like a soft walkthrough he does like a test he, he tests he brings it up and i can feel the fucking helicopter like like the, like the whole thing's moving? Yeah, no. Like It was like the moment I fucking moved my thigh or, or, or head, my giant-ass head, you could hear like the helicopter crying. And then, not really, but... But it's just like... It's nah. tilting. It's tilting. Like, it's it's turning down. It's 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 starting to begin a, a barrel roll as I'm moving. And he kind of like... I can hear him on the comms. I got headsets, a little head a mic piece. Yeah. And... Uh, He's basically saying, "Oh shit, yeah, this is this is uh, gonna die. this this is not going to be good." So, I'm. He's like, "Can you scoot over close to Alex? Is that his name? Alex Choi, yeah." And this poor dude's just like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Who invited this dude? I don't know. I, I guess he was like friends with the pilot. They're 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 homies. So, and thank God he was really tiny and skinny. How was his vibe about the whole thing? Um, definitely uncomfortable as fuck. Because I was basically leaning, I had to put like my entire body lean over towards the right to compensate for the weight, and uh, yeah, and it's like, hey, hey, random dude, I just met. I'm going to put my entire fat, naked body up on top of you while we fly across this beautiful, scenic, what should be romantic. Uh, cruise to the Hollywood sign and as the sun's setting I'm looking over and I can just smell the Taco Bell brewing and I feel the gargly guts and I'm like first of all the goal the mission is to shit onto the Hollywood sign the other goal that's right parallel with that is not to die <laughs> okay and let me let me let me paint this picture for you for you folks who haven't uh, signed in to mightbc.com because it is uh, streaming now exclusively on mightbc.com. You go to mightbc.com, sign in with your username and password, and you look at the the feed, and you will see the uncensored video of me fucking doing this amazing story I'm telling you right now. And uh, we start getting closer. And normally when I'm, like, filming, I'm in the zone. But this really threw me off because it was it was straight-up scary as fuck. And 
dangerous as fuck and logistic as fuck. Because I'm over here, the 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 camera dude I just met, the old Asian buddy guy. Yeah. He, Mr. Choi. He's like he ain't ha- he ain't really trying to do any of this shit right now. And he's uncomfortable. You think he knew what was going on before that he came there? I think someone told him, but he he kind of asked me. He's like, "Oh, what are you doing? What are you what are you gonna what are you gonna do?" Because one of the things we did in the run through before we took off is I was in the doggy style position. And by the way, let me remind everyone: I thought this helicopter was like, I'm gonna stand up in this bitch and and do some jumping jacks and shit. Let's just say uh, picture definitely looked larger than reality because when I saw it, I was like, oh, fuck, we can't do this. <laughs> I climbed up in there. You ever like, you know, rammed your shin onto like a, a steel like oh, like yeah. piece of metal? It was like literally it was basically doing like karate shin kicks to like helicopters like uh, framing. And there's so no the doorway. S- the opening doorway was door. Too small? Th- there was no door, no yeah. doors at all, and no seat belts. Oh, there was seat belts. So I didn't. I couldn't fit them, obviously. Yeah. So no harness, no cable, no rope, no fucking dental floss, no life jacket, no parachute, nothing. Just my giant fat body, stuffed as a motherfucker, stressed. Deadline for time, hoping my boys are in position to get the money shot. We got two GoPros suction cupped to the side of the copter that we we were like, okay, here we go. And what did he tell you? He said, he said, what did he say again about the flagpole? Because you told me in detail. He said, oh, he said, hey, hey, he's like, uh, if you let go of that and it goes back into that propeller, the the one that's on the side, like yeah. the small one, he's like, we're all dead. He said, it literally immediately go into a frantic tailspin and the 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 entire fuselage will just spin out of control like a fucking top and will 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 fucking perish and he said it very like og (laughs) and i was like kind of looking at him like "Mm," and i'm thinking like god damn i just bought this fucking flag at home depot i i had to break the i had to break like three feet of the pole off Right there at, at, on the fucking runway, because when I g- jumped out to like hold it, because we did a little test, yeah. I had to be like on the comms. I'm like, okay, I'm sliding my body to the edge. Yeah. He's like, very slow. He's like, slower, slower, slower. And, I go, and the whole helicopter moves. Oh like yeah, hundred percent. And you're just holding yourself in there. Yeah. And I'm. Oh, and by the way, we also spilt the coffee latte on the skids. So these giant combat boots that I'm wearing fresh stolen from the set of fucking Vet TV uh, are sliding around on the skid. That is the scariest part. And I got no seatbelt, no harness. I'm not. No one's holding my hand. And if this helicopter gets a little turbulence and wiggles, you're probably falling right out, Don. Oh, yeah. No, listen. A helicopter thing, if you've never been in one, have you been in one? Yes, but I mean, I so, wasn't hanging out of it, you know, like like I was in it, you know? So the moment it takes off, you're like, oh, fuck, we're, oh, we're doing this. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, oh, and there goes the ground. You definitely feel this, like, l- like loss of control yeah. feeling. I don't know why I feel more control in a plane, but it's the things that I the helicopter. I think that vertical takeoff take of a helicopter throws you off because there's a gradual takeoff of a plane. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. Oh, we're picking up speed. Oh, next thing you know, it's like kind of, it's it's almost like. It's like flying a drone, but you don't know how to. You're like, fuck, I hope, he, I hope you got this shit right. I hope he knows how to do it. The helicopter, there's no buildup because the buildup, you're on the ground, you're on the ground, you're on the ground. We're off. Yeah. And then it's always wobbling, exactly. you know? Exactly. So here I am. I had to break off. 
like a good couple feet of the pole just to hold it death grip. And I don't know why I just visualized myself hanging out in my fucking speedo and yeah. all my glory of f- obesity, fucking just waving the American flag and 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 and, and victory. Yeah, saying you know what Hollywood, you've shitted on America enough. It's time for you to get shitted on. And my whole idea was okay, we're gonna roll up. I want you to look at it, and then I want you to get as close as on top of the sign as possible. And so he did one. And, and at this point, I'm trying to be Mr. Producer Director. I'm filming with my phone because Asian buddy, he's like, I looked at one point, he had literally had our camera in his like lap. And he was like Snapchatting something. And I'm like, oh, God, we're fucked. So I'm like, I'm just looking down below, hoping and praying that th- these guys that I'm paying to be down in the fucking hills are like, I'm like thinking for sure, like oh, I'm got to get the baddest. But they're fucking... far as fuck away, aren't oh, they? Oh yeah, they're way too fucking far. Because I mean, to get that close to the Hollywood Hills would take probably hours oh. more. Well, no, they could have got. I just don't know what the fuck they were thinking. I would have like, I mean, I would have just fucking, I could have, I could have just, I just, I should have just fucking. There's a lot of could have, would have, should have. Let's just say. Uh, planning a, a production that involves aviation and fecal matter within like six hours is not an easy feat. So all the guys that did do, I hate to hate to shit on them, uh, no pun intended, but I, I feel like that they thought maybe where they were, they were good enough. But when um, we get up there, I'm just thinking, oh, I'm, 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 I'm kind of looking down and slowly – and here I am, like, hanging out. And I'm hanging on to something that's, like, this the circumference of, like, a broom handle. That is the frame of the chassis I'm holding on to. And when you to. lean, the chopper moves. Oh, yeah. No, the whole chopper rolls. It's it's at, a it's at a, like, a, a, I would say, like, a 45-degree angle. So if your foot slips, you're done. Yeah. My foot is on these combat boots that I've never worn up until today. So and bad choice there, too. You're, you're wearing hopefully, the rest of the fucking... The ice latte from yeah. Dunkin' Donuts has, has has blown off, and here I am. I don't know why. I, I feel like I had a false sense of security, like, okay, I'm not going to like fall yeah. and die. But as soon as you pull your body out, it is like a suction, like a vacuum. I put that American flag out first. I went, it like it's like you know when you're driving on the street and you put yeah. a a little fucking a Walmart plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. it just implodes. And then I'm like, okay, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And I can hear him like kind of like at one point I didn't decide if I was gonna take the comms off or not. So I'm wearing just like I am now headphones yeah. with a little mic piece. And I think one time the whole thing, I think one time I, I got out with them and then the other times I took them off and then I got kind of panicked a little bit because when I'm hanging out of the copter, I'm thinking like, damn, I can't hear him, he can't hear me. There's no communication. Yeah. Because that's what it was. The first time when I went out with it, it went, it was blown into the mic thing, so he couldn't hear shit. Even I was like leaning up on dude in there. And talk about, think about this dude. He just showed up. He's some big famous YouTuber or something. And he's got my giant fat ass crammed in the back of this thing. And I'm literally on top of him. And I'm basically naked, reeking of fucking Taco Bell. And. Ready and he does. I don't think he quite knew what I was doing, other than the the walkthrough with the whole yeah. Because we were trying to. I'm thinking like, yo, I'm gonna fucking swing out like Indiana Jones. I'm thinking it's like a big ass copter. No, it was like equivalent 
of me or you getting shoved in the back of like a Honda Civic trunk. But maybe, maybe that was maybe that's too much room for the reference. And here I am thinking, okay, we did about four passes. And in this time, I was probably up. How long, Chris, how long do you think I was flying around over the sign? Good eight, nine minutes. Eight, nine minutes? It felt like, felt like two hours. It just was a quick time. And, and it was also like when you get in a fight, the adrenaline starts going. So I'm like, dude, don't die. But goddamn, you did not spend all this time and money. And talk about on the podcast before to let America fucking down. And I, you ever think when people do shit under pressure, they unrationally, erratically do things? Yeah. I knew I was in that that moment. I was like, if I die and fall to my death, I hope I hit the goddamn sign. And I hope they (laughs) tag my Instagram. Because I'm just like, oh my God. I'm, and and here's, here's the scary and the lonely part. I'm with two dudes I don't even know, and I'm doing something that's stupid and dangerous. Because I've, I, have you ever seen someone shit out of a helicopter? Never. So I might be, ha, Chris. Have you? Yeah. Oh fuck you, Chris. Okay, you were in the military. Not in Hollywood. Yeah. Okay, not in Hollywood. Okay. Have he's you like, shit? Have like, you shit out of the helicopter? I'm shit out of the helicopter. Really? Yeah. How, what, what, was a big ass Apache, Apache or a Snook? Oh, you could have like fucking, you know, you could have had a porty potty up in in a Chinook. Like that thing's huge, you know. So yeah, um, note to self: uh, make sure you know a little more about the the aircraft before you dedicate yourself. When you shit out the Chinook, is your ass cheeks just hanging out that little door? Yeah, but you're strapped into it. Oh, you strap. Oh, you strapped in, huh? But your ass cheek is just out. There's some, like, Afghan fucking farmer. He's, like, working his fucking goats, and all of a sudden just shit. He looks up, there's Chris's white ass. And that's why I came into your life and I shit on you accidentally. Because one of those fucking Afghans in the poppy fields was screaming and yelling at you, chanting, death to America. And one day you'll get shitted on. And, And the shit karma came back around and got your ass. On accident. On accident. Okay. So... I'm ready to go. This is about oh, oh, and one of the things you don't see in the video is I got butt ass naked and hung out and did it, and it was so hard because I couldn't get my my panties off all the way, so they became like a sail. <laughs> so when I got them to like middle of my thighs, all of a sudden like I felt I swear to God I felt the helicopter kind of like pull back. It was like like and, and it's loud. It's scary. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I've only been in a helicopter once or twice before. Yeah, like and, now I'm hanging out the side of one uh, in combat boots, covered in coffee, bloated with an American flag, hanging out with some some very shy, meek, chill Asian dude who has no idea what the fuck is going on, and definitely is probably worried that he won't see his family again. And this cool-ass Mexican pilot that stood me up the first time, and I definitely wanted to kill him that day and sucked the cheater out of my soul. But he brought me there, and it was a time that I was like, okay, here we go. And on, like, the fourth time, he came back around, and all I could think was, like, get me over it. And I have the comms on. I hear him. I hear him. You ready? You ready? And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm pushing and pushing. And the scariest part is, is that I don't know if I'm going to shit onto like the back of my thighs 
<laughs> or in blow the, back into the fucking chopper. I don't know. I've never shit up in the air like this. I don't. These are these are. This is a new territory for me. And did you know what your consistency of your shit was? No, be? and that was the scary thing because that was it. Because <laughs> when I shit early, early that morning that I didn't that I didn't bring with me, I looked at it and I was like, "Oh my god, that was the shit I was going to take up there." And it was like a bunch of little like pebbles, not pebbles, a little bigger, like little miniature Snickers, yeah. like yeah. those little Halloween ones, the little candy miniatures, but they were tiny, fun size, yeah, a little fun size. And I was like, and it was like eight of them, and I'm just yeah, thank thank you, Stephen. It was this, okay. And, and they were they were like smaller though, and really orange. And I was just like, <laughs> they I was were like, orange. Yeah, bright orange, bright as fucking orange. And then I was like, you know, that's that's something we need to talk to Doc about. Then uh, I was orange, like, the shit gods. I was like, should never be in your shit colors. Really? Yeah. You've never had orange shit. You shouldn't have orange shit, bro. Y'all don't have orange shit. No. Never. No. Oh yeah, this is like baseball clay. <laughs> it's like orange, orange city. I Google while you're talking. What yeah, orange, orange shit. Orange shit. Bright orange shit. Bright orange shit. It, it, was, it was like the the baseball clay. It looked it looked like I I could have fucking chopped up some baseball clay from a local fucking baseball field and 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 then it would have been the same shit. So I was kind of disappointed because I was like, damn, I don't know what's about to come out of me. But then I'm also like, yo, I am so dedicated to this. I'm risking my life and other people. I'm so hell-bent on doing this. I've already spent thousands. Dude, I spent like $4,000 to do this. Like with flights and Taco Bell and a couple Spirit Halloween trips and stuff and, and Home Depot and paying photographers that I don't even fucking know, hoping to pray they get the shot, which I did not fucking get. One guy had a drone. He was so like... He could have like literally flew underneath the helicopter and he like was too scared to get close to it. And I'm just like, and I hope he's listening because I still fucking paid you. And when we landed, I remember being like, yo, so what's up? We're sending the gold, sending the gold. And then I hear Chris's voice. I'm like, Chris, what's up? He's like, hey, man, how's it going? I was like, hey, what, what do you mean? How's it going? What did we do it or what? Because I, I don't, like, I'm bent over and I'm listening to the comms like, go, go, go. And I can feel the shit like on the back of my ass because it, it kind of like ripped. It kind of, the, the, I feel like the shit, the, the way I had my ass cocked up in the air, it was definitely when the gayest position I've been. It was what face if a down. The seagull ass just came up like, Listen. go. No, listen, my face was in the crotch of Asian dude, and this guy is, like, miserably, like, and, he, and I don't think he's even filming it either, by the way. And I'm just hoping and praying that everyone on the ground is getting this shot, and the dude is, like, TC from Magnum P.I., like, hey, we're right over, I can't get no lower, I can't get no lower. And he's like, go now, now, now. And it's almost that, that weird, silent, like, we told you what we were doing, but we didn't talk about it. We kind of, like... Kind of beat around the bush, and I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, it's like one of those things. I'd rather him be like, fuck you. What's he gonna do? Throw me out of the fucking helicopter? I was like, I'm gonna land. I'm gonna have to pick some shit up or something. The fucking <laughs> as I'm pushing the shit, it is vortex being sucked out of underneath my like crotch because I think I think that when I shit. It was like starting to run down my my chode, and because I could feel it on the shorts, 
And then I started panicking. I'm like, oh my god, I just I just flew up here to shit inside the the copter. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting out throwing this shit. But then I can't I can't get out quite. So I'm and I can't wipe. There's no coat hanger. There's no nothing. I can't even reach my ass. I'm in a tight jam. Like my shoulders are are, are pressed in from the back wall to the to the the middle like uh front seat where my fucking poor kneecaps were engraved into like my shins were hitting hard steel and i'm just praying that like we're good and i remember trying to kind of stand up and i had to like basically balls and everything up on dude and then try to pull my shorts up and i and if you when i we're gonna edit an entire video of everything that took in place the way to la the trip the planning the strategizing all the shit we're gonna edit together a whole montage of all that that is gonna be fucking amazing but uh i know i know that i didn't even get to pull my my man panties up the whole way back so i basically sat down in like shit (laughs) in dude's seat as because i i could and i looked down at my boots and i saw shit on them so i know it left but I was stressed because, dude, I didn't even know what everything was until that next day. Because he, here's the thing. We went this whole trip, and the whole point was to go hang out with MGK and Papa Roach and all the homies because they had this huge festival. As soon as I get here, I don't even get to get to sleep. Well, the point was to come back and yes, hang out with that's them. why I came right back. Had I knew that this entire fucking music festival would get canceled on some crazy-ass Firefest shit that I would have stayed there and, and not have been stressing about. I would have had like uh, re- fucking walkthroughs with the helicopter. I would have had yeah. fucking dude. We did this and and as we as we landed the I'm the son of the uh, helicopter pilot. He was looking really like disappointed and like stressed out. And then I looked be like behind on the next like little tarmac area, and it was like some official guy coming over like he was landing i guess he was like the fucking ffa something or some yeah. shit or los angeles i don't know what the fuck they are and and he said something to his wife and his wife was like you could see her stressing and they basically said that someone called called us in so i'm like kind of panicking i'm like oh i'll be damned if i'm going to jail right now covered, covered in, in shit. shit yeah so i'm like panicking like yo let's go we gotta go what was the go. vibe of the alex Choi guy after this oh he was still like so what do you do like <laughs> i was like hey i'll hit you up man hey don't worry player you know fucking i still haven't even looked at any of his things up i don't know what the fuck he does still quite yet he makes nice guy he makes nice like guy. Really dope custom cars and shit that's what that's what uh, yeah, someone's telling me like yeah super dope stuff he's got like a million followers and stuff i was looking at yeah, yeah I, I don't know nothing about him but uh, nice guy and uh and so was the pilot uh real nice dude and uh thank you and i hope that uh i told him that they anyone got arrested i would bond him out of jail and that's okay. including everyone in the team and uh as of now no one got arrested and uh and just to let you guys know the chief financial officer that uh that promise expires after this podcast airs. You're on yeah. your own now, man. Yeah, you got 24 hours to get arrested. And yeah, after that, man, you know, you're just making charges up. So basically, uh, uh, thanks to everyone that came with me and everyone there and Tim Valley and Chris and And the video's and available. Uh, right now, I know I know the censored video is available on your Instagram, but the full version of the whole video is available on MikeBusey.com. Yeah, and then uh, you can see it now. We just posted it today. That's where you can you see the feed. You can log in and see years and years of content and crazy shit, all uncensored. And you see 
all the content, a bunch of nude shit, some sexy stuff, some old blowjob videos, mixed in, sprinkled in with some brand new shit, some old shit, all kinds of shit that I can't post on those social media, and I got a lot of shit to post. And, uh, yeah, I, I would just like to say that uh, the last podcast I did was we ended at 3 in the morning. We went straight to the airport. We flew there. We got fucked over. Then the next day we got up, went knocked out a TV show cameo, then went straight to the air, airport again, shitted on Hollywood, went back to LAX, got in the plane, flew right back here, and we shit on Hollywood, and we did it. And, and, then, and then obviously we get back all to hear that this entire entire festival had canceled and a bunch of people were tagging me like mike Busey saved the day because they don't understand how music business yeah. is they think that all these motherfuckers are going to randomly show up and bring their gig and it's not like woodstock there's not gonna be like hell's angels over there building stages <laughs> and like come on guys we're gonna get like Led blues Zeppelin. brothers and shit yeah i was like that's not how it works in the real business like they don't give a fuck they're like cool day off yeah so I was like, fuck it, let's invite everyone who is in town. And we had a handful of people come from uh, the the Rebel Rock uh, Festival. I'd say a good uh, 20 or so people came just from that. And we let, obviously, our members. So it was kind of like an impromptu uh, pop-up members party. And we let some other people, met some really cool people. And, uh, yeah, and, and I'm pretty sure they're going to be coming back for Halloween. And I'm just glad that i can say uh when my life flashes in front of my eyes that i was able to shit on the hollywood sign from a helicopter fuck yeah and uh fucking hope i made you proud you hope, did hope uh a uh, fucking me and you both left the nest yeah you went to the other side of the planet and i went to la and, and we were still communicating which was kind of dope man i mean i liked it you know it gave me some type of hope and uh, Aaron and Chris had great vibes. Uh, Aaron had a great vibe up until they told him he was too fat to get on the helicopter with my fat ass. <laughs> and then I thought he was going to fucking kill himself. But, uh, well, yeah, we, we fucking got it. And thanks to the GoPro footage, uh, we got some footage. And it's available on the site, guys. And you're going to fucking love it. It's, it's shitty. And wait till you see the, the preparations and, and everything that's happened before. And there's a lot of good shit, no pun intended, uh, that happened. And... Uh, yeah, man, I'm fucking excited, and thank y'all so much for being a member, and uh, thanks, thanks for everything. Thank and, and you guys, man. You got one month to get your shit together because drunk people in costumes is coming, and uh, 29th, 30th, and 31st of October, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Make sure you're RSVP'd and uh, look out for that. And uh, another other big thing that happened while I was gone is don't worry, it's a short story. I see you fading over there. Uh, the the fucking Netflix people at Netflix dropped uh, a trailer of Tiger King Two. Tiger King Two. It's a pretty dope trailer too. Yeah. So uh, uh, if you blink, you may not see me, but I've been told from the director herself that I am in it and I made the cut. So whether it's one second or fucking multiple episodes, I don't fucking know. I have no idea. I can't tell you that. I'm not going to promise you anything. But I've been told from from the the Hollywoods themselves that I'm in the second se- second season of Tiger King. So. That's something to look forward to coming up. I don't know when it's going to drop. I'm, I think it's. I hear rumors all the time. I, I stop. I stop. I November right now is when they're saying. Yeah, I, I stopped talking about it because I'm just like I don't fucking know. I saw that they had announced it on Netflix for two hours and then deleted it. Oh wow! And then and then why was it was Friday? Was it Friday? Yeah, no, it was it was uh, Thursday when we were there. Thursday morning they they released the trailer. So 
Uh, it's happening. They're, they're announcing that it's November real. 17th. There's That's a date on it? Yep. From who? Was who's it? Um, everywhere. Oh, well, maybe 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 there is a date. Um, so anything else? Any any anything announcements? Steven, Chris, Miguel, anyone? No, we just we appreciate you guys' support. It was dope meeting fans. That's from so overseas, cool, man. I think yeah. that's, that is, it was really cool. That's that's one part I'm jealous. Yeah, of. It was really cool, man. And uh, on behalf of myself, Mike Busey, Steven, Chris, and uh, everybody else here at the Sausage Castle, we can't wait to see you at Trunk People in Costume. Shout out to the second hour, second houriers. I don't know how you can say that. I don't know. Your second hour. Timothy. 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 Thank you, Timothy and Gregory, for listening. Uh, We love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll be doing a bonus episode just for you members, so you can uh, enjoy that. Uh, We love you. And uh, good night. Good night. Or good morning, good afternoon, or however you find this.